0: Log Talk
1: Radio. And now I present to you that International Bible Teacher of Teachers, Seer Israel of Seed Royal. He will utter dark things and mysteries which have been kept from the foundation of the world, showing us the way to go. Hallelujah. Yahuwah.
2: To the four corners of the globe, praise his righteous and powerful name.
3: Hallelujah.
1: present to you, that international Bible teacher of teachers. Seer Israel of Seed royal. he will utter dark things and mysteries which have been kept from the foundation of the world, showing us the way to go. Hallelujah, Yahweh.
2: lights with your host the seer of seed royal the four corners of the globe praise his righteous and powerful name hallelujah Yaqwa. live yakwa radio worldwide
4: international radio broadcast Yaqwa radio
1: is now on the air. I'll be
3: your host by
1: name your Israel of sea royal. What I see is producer put up a brand new series. A brand new series. What is brand new series saying? From covenant to exile. I'm coming to exile, brand new series. Biblical Bible Scholarly Journey, True Israelites. The coming of exile, the biblical Godly journey of the Israelites. Who are the true Israelites of the Bible? Have a big title there, them all producer. That's a great big old title. Brand new series. Big title. So when you got a big title like that on the line, you got to have the real horses ready to run on episode number one. Let me look at it again one more time. From covenant to exile. Biblical and scholarly journey, who is the true Israelite of the Bible? Who is the true Israelite of the Bible from coming to exile, biblically, godly, detective work? they got, got to be detective work. All right. So now, biblically, biblically, check. Te- Detective work we're gonna to have to do on part number one. So if that's the case, then we gotta go and see who won't stay. And we see a lead teacher out of camp one. He's ready to go, the elder. So you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna take a look at this biblically, who is the true Israelite of the Bible part one. Part one. Let's me bring in our elder and we'll see what's something going on. On part one, part one, from Covenant to exile, who is the true biblical Israelite of the Bible? All right. Sounds great to me. Let's see what I mean. I a loud voice saying, Elder Yachua, Israel. Yachua, get that seed,
2: right? see you, Royal. Hallelujah,
1: well, we got one. Right. Well, we know that you are on the world a little bit.
4: And we know
1: that in grand style. But we know one thing about it. You know, you're a game changer And you're a team players. So, you're doing a brand new series, Elder. Brand new series is from coming to exile. From coming to exile, Elder. Biblically expert scholarly work got to be done. There's got to be some scholarly work got to be done on bringing out this brand new series called Who is the True Biblical Israelites of the Bible? And about knowing that information, then most of Israel said, hey, sir, you know I got to get a part of that too. Who is the biblical? The true, biblical Israelite of life. We're going to find out. Let's see what we need our mother. Our mother, D.F. Israel, says, see, you know, I want, get, I want to give you a shot of that. That's a great thing. That's what it's all about. More D.F. Israel. Yahweh, of C.
5: Royce. bless you, Sia, Israel of C. Royce. Hallelujah,
1: Hallelujah, mother. My mother still got happy because the producer put up a brand new series, Who Are the True Israelites of the Bible? And, you, you know, we, uh, we called ourselves Borsal of the True Israelites. So it, it yeah, people think that Borsal of the True Israelites might mean something that's uh, not good, but it's, it, it's not good for other nations, but it's good for the 12 tribes of Israel. So, Mo, we're going we to get something going on with this for him. Um, because it is good to know this information on who are the true biblical Israelites. It's really good to know this information, but it's not going to be, you know, capable of the nation. So we'll get something going on. Part one, who is the true biblical Israelites of the Bible? Part one, who is the like of the Bible? Part one. So you Israel, Israel, Let me teach you how to count one. If you can get something going on by looking at um, Luke chapter 12, verse 12. Let's get something going
2: on here. we Luke chapter 12. Verse number 12 reads, For the righteous spirit shall teach you in the same hour
1: what you ought
2: to say.
3: At, in that very same hour, the righteous spirit
1: will teach you what you ought to say. And I believe that, Elder. But, Elder, it's a statement in, in the book of Psalms, chapter 11, verse 3. Let's see what that are saying in the book of Psalms, 11, verse 3.
2: Psalm chapter 11, verse number 3 reads, Psalm chapter 11, verse number 3 reads, if the foundation be destroyed, what can the
1: righteous do? You see that? So if you don't have your foundation, you can mean all the world good, but what can you do if you don't have your foundation? So what we're going to do, Elder, we're going to take a look at this foundation by going to see where it first started in the book of Adam and Eve. The foundation started on conflictness started in the garden.
4: In um, Adam and Eve,
1: 57, 1 down to verse 11, and Mother GF Israel I mean, Revelation 12, verse 9. And first John five nineteen had that waiting on his mother. Revelation twelve, write it down, verse nine. First John five nineteen. Had a weight on his mother, be Israel. Now Elder, so let's find out what where this this uh, started from in the foundation of the Bible. Book of Albany, chapter fifty seven, one down to verse eleven. Let's start right there. Elder, God, God Israel. Take one. Who are the true Biblical Israelites Of the Bible Who are the true Israelites of the Bible You're going to find out Adam and
2: Eve, 57, one verse of Adam let the hill? first book of Adam and Eve Chapter 57 Verse number 1 through 11 Reads First book of Adam and Eve, 57 Verse number 1 reads When Adam came out And saw his hideous figure He was afraid of him and said to him, Who are you? Verse number two. And Satan answered and said unto him, It is I who hid myself within the serpent and talked to Eve and beheld her and she hugged to my man. I'm he who sent her through the wild of my speech to deceive you. thou Thou and she ate of the fruit of the tree. And you came away from the command of Yahqua. Verse number three. When Adam heard these words from him, he said unto him, Canst thou make me a garden as Yahqua made for me? Canst thou clothe me in the same bright nature in which Yahqua clothed me? Verse four. Where is the divine nature thou didst promise to give me? Where is that fair speech of thine? Thou did hold with us at first, when we were in the garden. Verse number five, this ain't to unto unto Adam, think as you, and when I have spoken to one about anything, I shall ever bring it to, to him or fulfill my word. Not so, for I myself have never even thought of attaining what I asked. Verse number six, and for did I fall, and did I make you fall by that for which I myself fell? Will you also accept my counsel thereby? Verse number seven. But now, O oh Adam, by reason of thy fall down to my my rule, I am king over you, because thou has heard unto me and has transgressed against Yah against you Neither will there be any deliverance from my hand until the day promised thee by you Yahweh. Verse number eight. Again he said, and as much as we do not know the day, agreed upon with thee, nor the hour in which thou shalt be delivered. For that reason will we multiply war and murder upon thee and your seed to thee. Verse 10. No, the the this is our will and our good pleasure that we may not leave one of the sons of men to inherit our orders in heaven. Verse 10. For to our bound, O Adam, it is in burning fire we will not seek our evil doing no not one day but one hour. And now, O oh Adam, was so fire upon thee that I come into the cave to dwell there. For 7. When I heard these words, he wept and mourned and said unto Eve, And what he said, He would not fulfill all of what he told thee in the garden. Did he really then become king over us?
1: Hmm. That's, big, that, that's big, kind of big reading, now, Elder.
3: So we find out it was
1: a conversation with our grandfather Adam in the garden, outside the garden. And Satan uh, let him know, I don't mean you no good, Adam. Can you not? Any opportunity I get to deliver you up, I'm going to deliver you up. Simple as that. So now, Mother D.F. Israel and Elder. Have me Isaiah 24, 1 through 6 waiting on me. Isaiah 24, 1 down to verse 6. Now, a hey, Mother D of Israel, now, let's look at end time prophecy. What it says in end time prophecy, Revelation 12, verse 9, then go right over to 1 John, chapter 5, verse 19. Back to the back, Mother D of Israel, hardcore. One of the mothers out of Camp 1, you on the clock, come on.
5: Revelation chapter twelve, verse nine, and the great dragon was cast out. That old serpent, called the devil, and Satan, which deceived the whole world, he was cast out into the earth, and, and his angels were cast out with him.
0: out with you
1: the him, him. First John five nineteen. Let's say mother.
5: First John, chapter five, verse nine. Verse nineteen. And we know that we are of Yahweh, and the whole world lies in wickedness. The whole world lies in wickedness. So the
1: whole world lies in wickedness, and that's by beloved. So we clear now the whole world lies in wickedness. When you follow the program of Satan the devil, you become a member of wickedness with him
4: because if you don't have your foundation,
1: what can your righteous do? Isaiah 24, 1 down to verse 6. Yahweh Yah, Israel, come out. Isaiah 24, verse number 1
2: through 6, 3. Book Isaiah 24. Verse number one reads, Behold Yahqua maketh the earth empty, and maketh it the waste, and turneth it upside down, and scatters abroad the inhabitants thereof. Verse number two, it shall be as with the people, so with the priest, as with the servant, so with the master, as with the maid, so with her, her mistress, as with the buyers, so the seller, and with the seller, with so the lender, so with the borrower. It was the take of usury, so with the give of usury to him. Verse number three, the land shall be utterly empty and utterly spoiled. For Yahweh has spoken this word. Verse number four, are mourneth and faded away; The world languages and fadeth away. waiting. The heart the people of the earth do language. Verse five, thereof also is defiled under the inhabitants thereof, because they have transgressed the laws. Change the ordinance. Broken the everlasting covenant. Number six. Therefore as the curse devoured the earth. They that they, were well, therein are desolate. Therefore, the inhabitants of the earth are burnt and few men left.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: So we find out that the one that control the world today, they have put a curse on the whole world through deception upon the same the devil. We got to find out about it by doing some scholarly work. We got to do some, on tape one, from the coming to exile, who is the true Israelites of the Bible. There's got to be some detective scholarly work to get down to this. We're going to see what we're going to do. Now, we're going to find out what was told to John that we can read in Revelation chapter 1 verse 17 down to verse 19, then go right to 4, 1 and 2. Let's find out what's going on. Go on to Revelation chapter 1, verse 17 down to verse 19, then just go straight to um, 4, 1 and 2. But read verse 9 first. Let's find out what kind of condition John in first. Revelation chapter 1, verse 9, 17 through 19, then go straight
2: over to Revelation 4, 1 and 2. Every got Israel, come up. Book of Revelation, chapter 1, verse number 9, verse number 17 through 19 reads. Revelation chapter 1, verse number 9. I judge, who also am your brother and companion in tribulation, and is the kingdom and patience of your the son, then thou that is called Patmos, for the word of yakwa for the covenant of Yahshua the Son. Verse number 17. When I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead, and he laid his right hand upon me, saying unto me, Fear not, I am the first and the last. Verse 18. I am that dead and was dead, and behold, I am alive forevermore. I will live Yahshua, and have the keys of hell and of death. Verse 19. Verse number 19. Write the things which thou hast seen, and the things which are, and the things which shall be hereafter. Look at Revelation 4. Mm-hmm. Verse number 1 to 2 reads. Look at Revelation chapter 4, verse number 1. After this I looked, and behold, a door was opened in heaven. the first voice which I heard was as it were of a trumpet talking with me, which said, Come up hither, and will show thee things. Which must be hereafter. Verse number two. And immediately I was in the spirit, and behold, a throne was set in heaven, and one sat on the throne.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. So we find out right now, John is getting ready to write the hereafter. Now, John getting ready to write this from his pen, from being in prison. John was in prison. Had him on the Isle of Patmos. Timeline 96 A.D. Angel came to tell John about the hereafter of what's going to happen to the true Israelites of the Bible. John is there. He put it in writing about the true Israelites of the Bible. Now, see, we wrote down in Revelation 2 there. We look, we're looking at Revelation chapter 2. Verse nine and ten, and mother, be up, Israel. Help mm-hmm. me, um, the book of Acts one down until we get our point. Have me, Acts chapter twelve, wait, mother. So, elder, you Israel. What do we say in Revelation chapter two? Read verse 3 and 4 just to get warmed up. Revelation 2, verse 3, 4, and 9 and 10. What does that say in Revelation chapter 2, verse 3, 4, 9, and 10? What does that
2: help? Look at Revelation chapter 2. Verse number 3. Verse number 4. Verse number 9 verse number 10 reads. Look at Revelation chapter 2. Verse number 3 reads. And have born and have patience for my name's sake, have labored and have not fainted. Verse number four. Nevertheless, I have somewhat against thee, because I have left thy first love. Verse number nine. I know thy works and tribulation and poverty, but thou art rich, and I know the blasphemy of them which say they are God, Judah and are not, but the synagogue of Satan. Verse number ten. Be none of those things which thou shalt suffer. Behold, the devil shall cast some of you into prison. You may be tried. You shall have tribulation ten days. Be you faithful unto death, and I will give
1: you a crown of life. Ain't hey, that stuff? That big talk right there. He said, look here. He's gonna tell you now there's gonna be no cake He said the devil gonna cast some of you in jail. And see, John was in prison, so John said, he said, hallelujah, on that? So John was in jail. So John was told to to tell the truth, it was right of the Bible, that some of you are going to be cast into prison. Don't think it's going to be a cakewalk to them, just like John was on the Alabama. He said the devil is going to cast some of you in prison. Now, mother, let's see if we identify the devil off the top that's going to cast some of you in prison by precepting the Bible in 12, verse 1. We're going to Acts 12, 1 to read a little bit, and um, we're going to get a roll call on the children of the book, a roll call on the Exodus chapter 1, 1 down to verse 7. We're going to find out the biblical birth certificate of the children of the true Israelites. The biblical birth certificate wasn't written there in the Bible. But Mother Deer of Israel, let's find out. We find out in the end-time prophecy, the devil is going to catch some of you in prison. Let's find out who he's talking about, and so we can read in 12 of Acts a verse 1, and we'll read down and see so if we can figure out, find out who is this devil that's going to cast. Some
5: of you in the trip. Come on, my three 1 of Acts. Come on, Acts chapter twelve, verse one. Now about the time Herod the king stretched forth his hand to vex certain of the church. Verse two, and he killed James, the brother of John, with the sword. Verse 3, and because he saw it, pleased Judah, he proceeded farther to take Peter also. Then were the days of unleavened bread. Verse 4, and when he had apprehended him, he put him in prison and delivered him the four court court union somebody of soldiers to keep him intending after Easter Passover to bring him forth to the people Versailles
1: mm-hmm. good 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 So, mother in verse 4, it says, and when he had apprehended him, he put him in prison. Now, who hmm. put him in prison that we can read in verse 1, it tells us now about the time of Herod. Oh, so as long as the devil going to put you in prison, it's going to be the sentence of Herod. So Harrod's descendants, it's going to put the true Israelites in prison. So, then we're going to find out on the way or find out something. So now we, it was mm-hmm. prophesied that you will go into prison, and who going to put you in prison is the descendants of Herod. Herod was the king of the southern kingdom. So in his bloodline descendants, they will fulfill that on the true biblical Israelites of the Bible, they're going to put some of you. So now, we'll, we'll, now let's find out the birth certificate of who we going to put parents descendants is going to put some of you in prison.
5: Now we're going to Exodus chapter
1: 1 and get the roll call on the children of the book. Let's find out the children of the book um, Exodus chapter 1, 1 through 7. Now here go the two biblical Israelites of the Bible. Here's a verse of you right here. Exodus chapter 1, 1 down to verse 7. What's it
4: here? him?
2: Book of Exodus chapter 1, verse number 1 through 7 Read Exodus 1, verse number 1 reads. And these are the names of the children of Israel which came into Egypt. Every man in his house came with Jacob, whose name was changed to Israel. Verse number two, Reuben, Simeon, Levi, and Judah. Three, Issachar, Zebulun, and Benjamin. Four, Dan and Naphtali, Gad and Asher, for five. And all the souls that came out of the lawns of Jacob, whose name was changed to Israel, were seventy souls. But Joseph was in Egypt already. Verse six, and Joseph died, and all his brethren, and all that generation. Verse number seven, and the children of Israel were fruitful, and increased abundantly, and multiplied, and were exceedingly mighty, and the land was filled with them. Mm-hmm.
1: So here goes the birth certificate of the children of Israel. All twelve, all twelve of the children of Israel, there go their birth certificate. And he made it plain, mother, in the book of Deuteronomy, about the birth certificate of the children of Israel, and Deuteronomy four one and two, and Proverbs thirty verse five and six, Moses of Israel. So Yahweh appeared to Moses and made it plain about the birth certificate of the twelve tribes of Israel that's written, chapter one one through seven. He looked the children of Israel eyeball to eyeball to Moses to get to them and tell them what. And Deuteronomy 4, 1 and 2, then Moses, they Israel, go right on over the Proverbs, 30, verse 5 and 6. Back to back, mother. you know the clock, come on.
5: Okay. <clears throat> Deuteronomy, chapter 4, verses One and two. Now, therefore, hearken, O Israel, unto the statutes and unto the judgment, which I teach you, for to do them, that you may live and go in and possess the land, which Yahweh Yahweh of your fathers gave you, verse two. You shall not add unto the word which I command you, neither shall you diminish out from it that you may keep the commandments of Yahweh, your Yahweh, which I command you, law. Mm-hmm. Good Hey, Mo, you, your ball kind of
4: breaking
1: up a little bit. make you pull up put some um, cord to or some bags, something to kinda keep it up the snuff. So now and now Proverbs 30 verse five and six. So now we found out there was commandment for the children of Israel that don't add nothing to the birth certificate name and don't take none away. So the twelve tribes of Israel got biblical names called the twelve tribes of Israel that came from Jacob, whose name was changed to something we're gonna read shortly. In 32 of Genesis chapter 1, 24 down to verse 32, and then we're going to fill Genesis 35, 9 through 13 and 22 and get a roll called for how many that you just produced. Genesis 32, verse 1, 24 to 32, and Genesis 35, verse 9 through 13 and 22. So mother, in Proverbs 30, verse 5 and 6.
0: Now, the wisest man in the world,
5: the Almighty
1: looked him eyeball to eyeball and told him something. So, Mother, what did he tell the wisest man in the world, which is David's boy, Solomon? In the chapter, verse number 5 and 6. What did he say that, Mother G of Israel?
5: Proverbs chapter 30, verses 5 and 6. Verse 5. Every word of Yahweh is spirit. He is a shield unto them that put their trust in him. Verse 6. Add thou not unto his words, lest he reprove you and thou be found a liar. Mm -hmm. So if you
1: add anything to the biblical, true children of Israel, verse certificate name, you'll be found a liar. So the biblical birth certificate name of the children of Israel, they were never called a Jew. They were never called a Hebrew. That's not on their birth certificate. All these is deception names that was added to them. But it told the children of Israel, don't you do it. The other nations are going to do it. They're going to call you Hebrews. They're going to call you
4: Jews.
1: But all that right there. It's from the work of Satan the devil. The first certificate in Exodus chapter 1, 1, down to verse 7, we just read that birth certificate name. So if you call the children of Israel by any other name, the name you just got to read, you know one thing, you go up on the Satan the devil. Because you don't have your foundation. children of Israel never was called Jews. They never was called Jewish and they were never called Hebrew. These were names that were put on them by the other nations. So now, Elder. so we go on to Genesis 32, Elder. See, I got Israel. And we'll read how this thing unfolds in Genesis 32, verse 1, 24 down to verse 32. What is that, Elder? Genesis 32, verse 1, 24, 32. And guerrilla 35, verse 9 to 13 and 22. yah Israel, come on.
2: Book of Genesis 32, verse number 1. Verse number 24 to 32 reads, Book of Genesis 32, verse number 1 reads, and Jacob went on his way, and the angel yah met him. Verse number 24, and Jacob was left alone there wrestled a man with him until the breaking of the day. Verse 25. So he prevailed not against him. He turned out of the The hollow Jacob's thigh was out of joint, and he wrestled with him. Verse 26. He said, let me go for the daybreak. And he said, I will not let you go except you bless. Verse 27. And he said unto him, what is your name? And he said, Jacob. Verse 28. He said, your name shall be called no more Jacob, but Israel, for a prince has you power with got and with men, and has prevailed. Verse 29. And Jacob asked, and Jacob asked him and said, Tell me, I pray thee, your name. He said, Wherefore is it that thou dost ask after my name? He blessed him there. Verse 30. And Jacob called the name of the place in the air, for I have seen Yahweh face to face, and my life is preserved. Verse 31. And he passed over Peniel, and, and, and the sun rose upon him. He halted upon his side. Verse 32. And for the children of Israel ate that of the sinew, new, with strength which is upon the hollow of the thigh to this day. Because he touched
1: the hollow of Jacob's thigh. Found out that they father had a hollow of his thigh, and we found out this was a name. Israel came from it. It didn't come from mortal men. It came from above. The angel brought his name down, and he put it on Jacob. Jacob is the son of Isaac, and Isaac is the son of Abraham. So that's now. So now we see about his name. And all he wanted out of the deal was a blessing. And so he asked him, what's your name? He said, my name is Jacob. He said your name will no longer be called Jacob of Israel. And give you the definition of what Israel means. As a prince, you got power with the mighty one of heaven and with me. So when you got the name Israel, it's it. on your name, you got power with man that Looking you eyeball to eyeball, and you got power from on high. By heaven Israel, at the end of your name. You got it? So what happened in 35, verse 9, Because so well, Joshua, come back to him again, to remind him of something. reminded him of in 35, verse 9, to 13, and 22. What well, if
2: he say that, God, Israel? Because Genesis, chapter 35, 9-13, and verse number 22 reads, Book of Genesis 35, verse number 9. Yaquah appeared unto Jacob again, came out of Padanaram and blessed him. Verse 10, Yaquah said unto him, Your name is Jacob. Your name shall not be called any more Jacob, but Israel shall be your name. And he called his name Israel. Verse 11, Yaquah said unto him, And Yaquah Almighty be fruitful and multiply, and they nation and a company of nations shall be of thee. And kings shall come out of thy loins. Verse 12. And the land which I gave Abraham and Isaac, to thee I will give it, and to thy seed after thee, will I give the land. Verse number 13. And went up from him in the place where he talked with him. Verse 22. And it came to pass when Israel dwelt of the land, that Reuben went and lay with Belhai. His father's conceded, and Israel heard it. Now the sons of Israel, Jacob,
4: were twelve.
1: And the sons of Israel, Jacob's born are twelve. And just like the birth certificate, when you talk about the children of Israel, you got to talk about twelve. He had twelve sons. Twelve sons and a birth certificate, Exodus chapter 1, 1 through 7. There's nobody called a Jew and nobody calls a Hebrew. All of them is added names onto Jacob's son who named the changed of Israel. They became like, people we're going to take a look at shortly by being the son of Israel. So now, we got that part out the way. So now, let's look at I want to read that one more again, there, Elder. Look at Genesis 35, make it 21 and 22. I want to hear it one more time, 25, verse 1 and 2. Genesis 35, verse 21 and 22. What is the hell?
2: Look at Genesis 35, verse 21 and verse 22 reads. Genesis 35, verse 21. And Israel journeyed and spread his tent beyond the tower of Edom. Verse 22. And it came to pass when Israel took the land. And Reuben went and stayed with Bilhah, his father's concubine. And he heard it. Now the sons of Israel were twelve. Mm-hmm. The sons of Israel were twelve. A hey, multitude of Israel,
1: have me, Isaiah, Forty-one, eight through ten. Wait on me, mother. El, I me mean, Isaiah forty-one, eight down to verse ten. Wait on me. So the so the Psalm of Israel is twelve. And at that time, elder, what they're working with in forty-nine, twenty-eight of Genesis. What is the what is the the whole twelve tribes of Israel? What is they re- working with in forty-nine, twenty-eight of Genesis? Come on, elder.
2: Because Genesis forty nine, verse number twenty eight reads, "All these are the twelve tribes of Israel. This is it that their father spake unto them and blessed them. Every one according to his blessing he blessed them.
1: He blessed them. Who did he bless? The twelve tribes of Israel. So and what if?" Since he blessed them, let's see, can we Moses bring it back to the table on them and let the whole 12 tribes of Israel understand you are under the blessing. And you got an opportunity to come back to the blessing once you recognize according to scholarly work, biblically will be done on who is the true Israelite of the Bible, this sentence, two days. So if, um, we found out that Yahweh appeared to Moses again. As a matter of fact, he told him what he, what he think about in 7 verse 1. Then when he told Moses, he looked at Moses eyeball to eyeball in the Exodus chapter 7 verse 1, he put him in a position for him to never forget. Let's see what he did in Exodus 7 verse 1 when he looked Moses eyeball to eyeball. What did he say to him? Seven, one, or The book of Exodus chapter 7. Verse number 1
2: reads, Yahweh said unto Moses, See, I may dear a Yahweh to Pharaoh, and ever your brother shall be your seer.
1: Yeah. So Yahweh exalted Moses to be the Yahweh of the earth, children of Israel. And Aaron is to be the seed. Is it there in 7 verse 1. So what happened next? So now Yahweh appeared to Moses in number 6. And let's see what's going on in verse 22 down to verse 27. Number chapter 6. Verse 22 down to verse 27. What's going on with that verse there,
2: the book of Numbers, chapter 6, verse number 22 through 27 reads. Book of Numbers, chapter 6, verse number 22 reads. And Yahweh spake unto Moses, saying, verse 23. Because Aaron unto his son, saying, On this wise you shall bless the family of Israel, saying unto them, verse number 3. Yahweh bless thee and keep thee. Verse 25. Yahweh make His face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. Verse twenty six. Yahweh lift up His countenance upon thee and give you peace. Verse twenty seven. Then put My name upon the family of
1: Israel and I will bless them.
2: He said, I put My name on
1: the family of Israel and I will bless. Put My name on them and I'll bless. Them. Then. When you precept that and find out what kind of blessing you will be in, Elder, we run to the ninth chapter of Zechariah nine, fourteen, see the reason why you want your Yaqwah to be for you, because you got something laid there waiting on you, if you understand that you are who you are the true biblical Israelites of the Bible and you carry the name of Israel at the end of your name, on the going to bless Then let's see what Yahweh going to do. He told those And in Zechariah 9, 14, what he's going to do if he see you do what you're supposed to do. What is that 9, 14 of Zechariah there?
2: Look at Zechariah 9, verse number 14 reads. Look at Zechariah 9, verse 14. Yahweh shall be seen over them and his arrow shall go as the lightning. Yahweh shall blow the trumpet and shall go with whirlwind of the south.
1: Is that And see when you then you got Yahweh before you. Then Yahweh gonna blow the trumpet and he gonna make sure you is in the right frame of mind. That's once you understand that the two. Israelites of the Bible and the birth certificate Exodus chapter 1 one down to verse 7 and the children of Israel is not called a Jew they're not Jews they're not Jewish and they don't do with Judaism religion they're not Hebrews all these names were added after the birth certificate was signed so now
5: so, but Elder,
1: in 2 Kings 1734, let's see if we scholarly break this down in grand style. And 2 Kings 1734, uh, breaks it down for the national audience, over 900,000 strong on the international side, scholarly breakdown, just by reading, Second Kings 1734. Watch that come on. The
2: book of 2 Kings, chapter 34. Verse number 17 reads. 2 Kings chapter 17. Verse number 34 reads. 2 Kings. Chapter 17. Verse number 34 reads. 2 Kings 17, verse 34. And to this day you after the former manner, if you're not yet far, neither they after their statues after their ordinance, rather or the law and commandment, which I quite commended the children of Jacob, whom he named Israel. Hey!
1: So you see, that's how you scholarly take care of business. See, the name Israel, who he named, Jacob is our grandfather name. Jacob is our grandfather's name, but Yahweh changed our grandfather's name. He did. He gave us the name Israel through him, and we become somebody else. We're going to get it right verse. What we become after our grandfather's name was changed from Jacob to Israel, and we became something that we got to read, scholarly read, what we became after our grandfather's name was changed from Jacob to Israel. Then we became something else in his Bible. And we're going to read what we became in writing on tape one. Now, and and Elder, and according to Yahqua, what he says in 118.23 behind that. So now, all we're supposed to say, those that understand is we're going to do Bible scholarly-wise. All we're supposed to say, once we find out this information on tape one, we're supposed to say 118.23. Where's that at? hell? Uh, Psalm 118.23. Book of Psalms,
2: chapter 118, verse 23 reads, This is Jacqueline doing. It is marvelous
1: in our eyes. Is it that That's all you supposed to say? This is, this is the hand of Yahweh. So it's more than to eye to the true the Israelites of the Bible. Once you understand who you are, the true Israelites of the Bible, you're supposed to have a 1, 2, and 3 come out to your mouth to notice this is Yahuwah's doing. It is more than I. Man's hand is not in it. This is Yahuwah's doing. And it's marvelous in our eyes. Now, Mother Dear of Israel, in the book of Isaiah 41, 8 down to verse 10, Mother Dear of Israel, let's find out what's going on that we can read. Then we go going straight over to the 44th chapter, 1 down to verse 5. Let's so see what's going on there, Mother Dear of Israel. And Isaiah 41. 8 down to verse 10, take one
5: of uh, who is the true biblical Israelite of the Bible. I the 41, 8 down to verse 10. Mother of Israel, come on. Isaiah chapter 41, verse 8 through 10, verse 8. But thou, Israel, art my servant, Jacob, whom no. Israel, whom I have chosen, the seed of Abraham, my friend, nine, thou whom I have taken from the ends of the earth and called you from the chief men thereof and said unto you, thou art my servant, I have chosen you and not cast you away. Verse ten. Mm-hmm. Fear thou not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your Yahweh. I will stretch, I mean strengthen you. Yea, I will help you. Yea, I will uphold you with the right hand of my righteousness.
1: Hey, hey hold on, that big topic, them. Now for Isaiah to get to, to have that powerful kind of statement going on, that verse had been pulled, had been pulled somewhere. That verse had been pulled somewhere. Back up to Leviticus 25, mother, and see where that verse was pulled from. Because he made it plain to Isaiah, listen, my business is about the true Israelites of the Bible. And he said, y'all wake up to who you really are. I'm going to strengthen you and I'm going to work with you because I have chosen you to Israelites, of the Bible. What it say in Leviticus, mother? 25, 55. Let's see where that verse is pulled from. Come on. Leviticus 25, 55. Come on. Okay. Leviticus chapter
5: 25, verse 55. High five. Okay. Leviticus 25, verse 55. For unto me, the children of Israel are servants. They are my servants, whom I brought forth out of the land of Egypt. I am Yahweh, your Yahweh. You are you saying...
1: The Jewish wife supposed to know that the Almighty left a sound breadcrumb bloodline message. I am your Yahweh, children of Israel. I am your Yahweh. So oh, to never forget it. I'm your Yahweh. Now then he said, but you gotta do something, you gotta do something funny. In the 44th chapter, 1 down to verse 5, to make sure you understand um, you are Yahweh, you got to do something for me. to told Isaiah, to, to the you got to do something for me so I can be clear with you that I'm the Yahweh in your mind. Isaiah 44, 1 down to verse 5. What does it say there? Mother G of Israel, come on.
5: Isaiah 44, 1 to 5. Yea, now hear, O Israel, my servant, and Israel, whom I have chosen. Verse 2. Thus says Yahweh, that made you and formed you from the womb, which will help you. Fear not, O Israel, my servant, and thou, Israel, whom I have chosen. Verse 3, for I will pour water upon him that is thirsty, and floods upon the dry ground. I will pour my spirit upon your seed, and my blessings upon thine offspring. Verse 4, and they shall spring up as among the grass as willows by the water course verse five one shall say i am yahwah and another shall call himself by the name of israel and another shall subscribe with his hand unto yahwah and surname himself by the name of Israel.
1: Mm-hmm. He said, he said, now, tell Isaiah that somebody going to come from heaven and they going to call themselves Yahweh. Hey, somebody going to come down from heaven and, and do that. Let's preach mother and see who who came from heaven and take on the name of Yahweh. Sign out in St. John 5.4.3. Who came down from heaven and take on them four letters according to um, a book called St. John 5.4.3. Who came down from heaven and fulfilled that prophecy by taking on the name Yahweh? St. John
5: 5.4.3. All right. St. John, chapter 5, verse four, three. I am come in my Father's name, and you receive me not. If another shall come in his own name, him you will receive.
1: Find well, out who came from heaven. As a matter of fact, this precept, that mother, in the book of the sixth chapter, verse 62, who came from heaven? St. John six sixty-two. 62. So he said, I came in my father's name. So he said, when I walked the face of the earth, I was in my father's name. Now, who said that in St. John 6, 62? Let's see, see, can we pinpoint who said that when I came to the earth through my mother on earth called Miriam? I came in my father's name. That's the name that I was named. Yaqua. Who said that? 6.62 of St. John. Come
5: on, brother. St. John, chapter 6, verse 62. What and if you shall see the Son of Man ascended up where he was before? Read
1: 61. Go ahead and um, take it to the limit. Read verse 61.
5: You shall beg up to Back in the 61. 61. St. John, chapter 6, verse 61. When Yahuwah, the son, knew in himself that his disciples murmured at it, he said unto them, Do this offend you? 62. We've asked the Lord, do this offend
1: you? Do what well, we bring to the table on tape one, we're disobeying you. What's going on with now back up to verse sixty mother? Bring
5: verse sixty. Verse sixty. Many therefore of his disciples, when they had heard this saying, This is an hard saying. Who can hear it?
1: I guess I'm- that's right, because saving them, saving them blind, the mind of the master, this is a hard thing. Who's going to hear it? I don't know. we will find out. So Peter has to respond, Mother. And he looked at the 12, eyeball to eyeball, and verse 66 down to verse 68, Mother. So what happened behind that kind of confession, mother? Because this thing ain't gonna get tight, but it's gonna get right. So in verse 66 down to verse 68, let's see what happened, mother, that we can read. And St. John 6, 66 through 69. Come on.
5: St. John chapter 6, verse 66 through 69. Sixty-six, from that time, many of his disciples went back and walked no more with him. Sixty-seven, then says Yahweh the son, unto the twelve, will you also go away? Sixty-eight, then Simon Peter answered him, Yahweh, to whom shall we go? Thou hast the words of eternal life, 69. And we believe and are sure that thou art that Yahweh, the son, of the living Yahweh, the father. mm
1: mm-hmm. No, Peter said no. And uh, we can't go on without. We got to hold on. Because you got the words of eternal life. As a matter of fact. That's a great message. What is the words of eternal life there, mother? Matthew chapter 19, 16, and 17. Peter said, no, I'm not going nowhere. Hey, Elder, tell me uh, Romans chapter 8, 31 to 39, waiting on me. Uh, Romans 8, 31, down to verse 39. It's Peter said, no, I'm not going nowhere. He says, you got the words of eternal life. Hey, that big target there. So what is the word of eternal life? In Matthew chapter nineteen, sixteen, and 17, what is the words of eternal life there? Mother dear of Israel, come up.
5: Matthew chapter 19. Okay. Can you repeat the verse? verse 16 please? and 17. And 16
1: and 17. What is... Matthew said, no, I'm not going nowhere I'm to teach bigger nation of Israel. You got the words of eternal life. So what is what is the words of eternal life? Mother D of Israel, get ready to read in Matthew 19:16 and 17. Let's say them up.
5: Matthew 19, verse 16 and 17. Verse 16, and behold, one came and said unto him, Good master. What good things shall I do that I might have eternal life? 17. And he said unto him, Why callest thou me good? There is none good but one. That is your Father, Father. But if thou wilt enter into life, keep the the law, the commandments. You
1: okay. that? So, you just cracked the mystery, the mystery. If you want to get an eternal life, you got to keep the law, statutes, and command. Now you just cracked the mystery on how to get eternal life. Keep the law, statutes, and the command. There go your mystery. So, if you want to ever ask your preacher. Hey, preacher, what must I do to get eternal life? He's going to tell you the same thing written in Matthew chapter 19, 16 and 17. My my son, my daughter, if you want to get into life, eternal life, keep the law, statutes, and the commandments. Ain't that plain? That's That's name. Now, Elder, Paul went to Rome to visit a people called Israel. We'll get the other name later on. Maybe not. Maybe take one, take two. Get more on it. So Paul went to Rome to visit the Israelites He looked at them eyeball to eyeball. And he said something to them in the 8th chapter verse 31 to 39. Paul looked in them eyeball to eyeball elder and he said something to them. Romans 8 31
2: to 39, what do you say? Book of Romans
1: chapter 8, verse number
2: 31 to 39 reads. Book of Romans chapter 8, verse 31 Read. What shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? Verse number 32. He spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all. How shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Verse 33. Who shall say, who shall lay anything to the charge of Yahweh's elect? It is Yahweh that justifies Verse 34. Was he that meant condemned? It. it is Yahweh the son that died, yea, rather, and is risen again. Was even at the right hand of Yahweh the father? Who also make it intercession for us? Verse 35, who shall separate us from the love of Yahweh the Son, shall tribulation or distress, persecution or famine, nakedness of pearls, sword. Verse 36. As it is written, For your sake, killed all the day long, we are counted as sheep for the life. Verse 37. They all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. Verse 38, for I persuaded. That neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, Verse 39, The height, nor depth, nor any, any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of Yahshua, which is in Yaqua the Son, our Yahshua. Mm-hmm.
1: He says, don't let nothing separate you from the love
0: of Yahweh.
1: Family member, don't even let you the pillar talk separate you from the love of Yahweh. Now let precept that in and find out what is the love of Yahweh by precept in the Bible in St. John chapter 14 verse 15 down to verse 24. Let's precept that and find out, well what is the love of Yahweh? Oh I I love my pillar talk. I love my family. I love, I love. But let's find out what God was talking about biblically is the love to get his attention concerning you. St. John chapter 14, verse 15 and 24. Elder, Yah, God, Israel, deliver. Look at St. John 15. St. John 14, verse 15
2: to 24 reads. Look at St. John 14. Verse number 15 reads, If you love me, keep my commandments. Verse 16, Now we praise the Father, and he will give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever. Verse 17, Even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it saves him not. You that knoweth him, but you have known him, for he dwelleth with you, and shall be in you. Verse 18, I will not leave you comfortless, I will come to you, verse nineteen. In a little while, and the world sees me no more, because I live, you shall live also. Verse number twenty. At that day, you shall know that I, I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. Verse twenty-one. You have my commandments and keepeth them. He it is that loveth me, and he that loveth me be loved of my father and i will love him and i will manifest myself to him verse 22 judah said unto him not as What? how is it that thou wilt manifest thyself unto us and not unto the world verse 23 the son answered and said unto him if a man love me he will keep my words and my father will love him and we will come unto him and make our world bold with him. Verse 24. He that love me not, keepeth not my sayings, and the words which you hear is not mine, but the Father's where it set me.
1: Right. So there, there's a different line. So he's saying, uh, if your Lord right with him, that means you keeping the laws, statutes, and the commands. But there's a destiny, right? So now, look in the mirror. Do you love your mighty one? Uh, how do you show that you love your, your mighty one? Yeah, I'm told you, eternal life is keeping the laws, statutes, and the commands. And there's going to love. So we got that on table, so we know about this love thing. But then all of a sudden, um, he made a statement, Elder. He made a statement about
3: something. And I, I want to see what he says.
1: He made a statement in the 28th chapter. Or the book of Matthew. He looked at him. Eyeball and to eyeball in twenty eight chapters. And he said something and he also left a message with them that we can uh twenty eight verse sixteen. We're going to Matthew twenty eight verse sixteen and we'll read down to verse twenty. So now he ready to uh make his move. So he'll leave some instructions down and the twenty-eighth chapter of Matthew, verse 16
2: to verse 20. Hey, what did he say in Matthew 28, verse 16, now to verse 20? What did he say? Look at Matthew 28, verse number 16 to 23. Matthew 28, verse number 16 reads, Then the eleven disciples went away into Galilee, into a mountain, where Yahweh the Son had appointed them. Verse 17, When they saw him, they worshiped him, but some doubted. Verse 18. And therefore the Son came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Verse 19. Go you therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the righteous Spirit, Holy Ghost. Verse 20. Teach them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you, and know. I am with you always, even until the end of the world. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! You say no,
1: but, but look, but you know what we're that uh, we tell Matthew? to? read verse uh, sixteen. Who are you telling that to again? In verse sixteen,
2: the book of Matthew twenty-eight, verse sixteen. Then the eleven disciples went away into Galilee. To a mountain where your friend the son had appointed them. victim.
1: Mm-hmm. And and what and what he tell the eleven and the twelve. He said something there in the tenth chapter, Elder. You know, Matthew's ten, he looked right at the eleven and the twelve, and he said something to them on what I want you to do when you take taking care of my business. And Matthew 10. Verse 5 down to verse number 8. He looked them eyeball to eyeball, 11 to 12, and he gave them marching order. Let's see what he, what he wants to get the 11 and 12 to do. And he said, I'm with you always. Matthew 10, 5 out of verse 8. Come on, y'all.
2: Look at Matthew 10, verse number 5 through 8 reads. We come Matthew 10, verse number 5. These twelve, Yahweh the, one, Yahweh the son sent forth and commanded them, saying, the Gentiles, and into to any city of the samaritans enter you not. Verse 6, go rather to the lost sheep of the family of Israel. Verse 7, and as you go, teach, saying, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Verse 8, heal the sick, there's the lepers. Raise the dead, cast out the devil, freely you have received, freely give.
1: So he gave them marching orders what to do. You go find the lost keeper of Israel. You go find the lost keeper of Israel, clean them up, get all them wicked spirits out their head. Now he told the 12, and he said, I'm with you. So I wonder why he telling the twelve that, but the world teach that he came to do such such thing. Why well, he tell the twelve what to go to, unless that's the same mindset that he had. The precept that do we have the same mindset. Why well, he telling to go to the twelve tribes of Israel that scattered? Then all of a sudden he do something totally different. Or did he do anything totally different? Let's see what he did in 1524 of the book of the same book, Matthew. What did he do in 15 1524 of Matthew? You know? Book
2: of Matthew 15. Verse 24 reads. But the answer says, I am not sent, but unto the lost sheep of the family of Israel.
1: That's one of the greatest mysteries and teachers. That's one of the greatest mysteries and teachers. We will ignore that verse like that verse don't even exist. So he told him where to go because that's the same way he went to. Huh? And matter of fact, in Matthew 1 18, of uh, now, one, he also said something to uh, Joseph by putting him in a dream, and he told Joseph something while he was laying in a dream. He told Joseph something. Joseph was a pretty good guy, according to Jopla's uh, writing, so he, he looked. Joseph eyeball to eyeball in the dream. And he explained something to him in 118 down to 21 in the dream. Let's see what he what did he say to Joseph in a dream? 118 down to verse 21.
3: What did he say him?
1: On Matthew. The book of Matthew chapter
2: 1. Verse some 18 through 21 reads. Matthew chapter 1. Verse number 18. Now the birth of Yaquad's son was on this wise: but as his mother Mary was a spouse to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost, righteous spirit. Verse number 19. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man, and not willing to make her a public example, was mindful to put her put her away privately. Verse number 20. While well, he thought on these things, behold, the angel of Yaquad appeared unto him in a dream said, Joseph, thou son of David, pray not to take her to thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the righteous spirit. Verse 21. She shall bring forth a son, and thou shall call his name Yaquad the Son, for he shall save his people from their sins.
1: The angel said, "The angel said, Joseph, don't worry about, don't worry about this woman here. That's pregnant, but your, but got your help. This thing's on high. Don't worry about it. Don't her What she working with is coming on high. It come on high. And and when she have this son, Joseph, in the dream." You call his name, well, I tell you to call his name. Y-H-W-H, the Song. That's his name. Y'all ain't say his name. Either. And he should save his people huh, from their sins. So you see that? That's called that's the best word here. His people. And they talk big to them. He going to save his people. So all the information is on the table. They already knew this, so now... But remember, Satan also know these things. So Satan knows these things too. I mean, if now get a precept on that. Satan know this too. Let me show you let me show you what Satan says to the religious believers. Um eleven fifty two, make it forty seven. I'm sure what the religious believers said. And Satan got into the religious leaders because so Satan get a religious belief. did you know that let's see what the religious is said behind that and the saint John at eleven hell uh, forty seven let's read down just we get our point its time the religious leader said behind when we just got through reading he's gonna save his people what did the religious leader say in eleven 47 of St. John. We'll read you we'll get our point come up. 11. Verse number 47 reads,
2: Then gather the chief priests and the Pharisees a council and said, What well, do we? For this man do of many miracles. Verse 48. If we let him thus alone, all they shall believe on him. And the Romans shall come and take away both our place and our nation. Verse 29. And one of them named Caiaphas being the high priest that same year, said unto them, You know nothing at all. Verse number 50. No consider it is expedient for us that one man should die for the people, that the whole nation perish not. Verse 51. This thing he not of himself, for being high priest that year, he prophesied that for the son should die for that nation, verse 52, not for that nation only, but that also should together, together in one the children of Yahweh that was scattered abroad.
1: Ain't that... You see, so Satan got into religious believers of that day, and they knew there was Pharaoh or Harry. They said, "Look here, you know we're on the payroll, Harris. If we don't do something to this man, do something to him quick. Uh, the Romans gonna come take our place. So that's the that's a reason why a lot of big dignitaries days is hiding behind the curtain because they don't want the Romans today to take their place. You see? they want But like I said again, those that wanna hide behind the curtain, that's that's good. But still." to support this ministry, um, sending your private donation to free will office from land, school, bank, or all radio stations. ain't got to come up front, but you still can hit that PayPal box, your will, to help this ministry get this word out all over the country and have a big space for them to come in and fly in and learn the word. You still can hide behind the door. You still can hide behind the door. Place, boom, to They sit behind the door. That don't mean you can't get that paper up You see. All right, good. So now we find out that you are always gonna have somebody on the payroll of the Roman. and they and they will be the ones that will deliver the true Israelite. So now, Elder, as time went on, they they knew they was. Israel at that time, but now they don't know because of the prophecy written. The angel came down and told David in a thousand BC about a prophet. you know. And most of Israel means Ezekiel thirty-five, five through eleven. Wait a minute. Ezekiel thirty-five, five through eleven. Now help. it was a prophecy it was a prophecy in the in the third chapter, the angel came down and looked David eyeball to eyeball it in 1,000 B.C. In 10,000 B.C., all the children of Israel, all the children of Israel knew who they were, what tribe they from. But he told them something that's going to happen in time to come. What he said in Psalms 81, 1 down to verse 60.
2: So can we name some names on what was told to David to put in writing in Psalms 83, 1,000 verse 6. What is the hell? The book of Psalms chapter 83, verse number 1 through 6, 3. Book of Psalms 83, verse number 1. Keep, thou, keep not thou silent, O Yahuwah. Hold not thy peace, and be not still, O oh, Yaquah. Verse 2. For Thine enemies make a turmoil, and they that hate you have lifted up their heads. Verse number three, they have taken crafty counsel against your people, and consulted against your hidden ones. Verse number four, they have said, Come, and let us cut them off from being a nation, that the name of Israel may be no more in remembrance. Verse number five, for they have consulted with one consent. They are confederate against you. Verse number six: The family of Esau and the Israelites, of Moab and the
1: Hagarines. Think that up. What, what 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 you read in verse four again? You know, the angel came and told David. if David put this in writing. It's gonna be other nations gonna do something to to um. What do you say again gonna happen to? And we're gonna and we're gonna lead the charge according to 83, three verse four, a prophecy in a thousand BC. And David Rose it involved. Wow, I wonder I wonder when this gonna happen. Because everybody in my days, they everybody know what tribe they're from and everything. When is this gonna happen. I wonder when it's gonna happen. He says, and who gonna lead, lead that battle? And Psalms 83, three verse four him?
2: The Book of Psalms, eighty-three, verse four. They have said, "Come and let us cut them off from being a nation, that the name of Israel may be no more in remembrance." Verse six.
1: Family of Esau. Hey, that's not... the family of Esau is going to lead the way. That's what's going to lead the way of cutting you off from being a nation. But, he, but he, he told John in prison something, Elder. You know? I John was in prison, and the angel told him he was writing here after. But this is what he told John to put it right in 3, verse 9 and 10. He told John something, Elder. Now he's picking out the verse number he left. So he, the angel became what John was in prison. He looked him eyeball to eyeball. He was writing some things. But he also told John to put this in writing in Revelation 3, 9 through 11. What do you say that we can read in Revelation 3, 9 through 11?
2: Look at Revelation chapter 3, verse number 9 through 11 reads. Look at Revelation 3, verse number 9. Behold, I will make them of the synagogue of Satan, we say they are Yachtah Judah, and are not. But do lie. Behold, I will make them to come and worship before your feet, and to know that I have loved you. Verse 10. Because I have kept the word of my patience, I also will keep thee from temptation, which shall come upon all the world, to try them that dwell upon the earth. Verse 11. Behold, I come quickly. Hold the that with thy hand, that no man may take your crown. Ain't that something?
1: Ain't that something? You hear the man say it? So we know this part gotta be this ain't happen yet. This ain't happening yet. This part ain't happening. No. Not three verse nine. That you, you do you know when is a a mother death Israel. When is three verse nine in second Samuel 719. Hey, Moses of Israel. When is this? That ain't happen yet. Hey, Elder, read verse nine by Moses in 2 Samuel or 719. So 719, it ain't happening yet. What it says then we can read and uh, read it again, El. What ain't happened yet? Book of Revelation 3, verse 9.
2: The book of Revelation, chapter 3, verse nine reads. Behold, I will make them of the same God of Satan, who say they are Yahweh, Judah, and are not. But do lie. Behold, I will make them to come and worship before your feet and to know that I have
1: loved you. Take that down. So that ain't happened yet. Hey, mother, according to 2 Samuel seven, verse number of, of 21, Let's talk about that, mother. Let's talk about exactly what's going on, Samuel, make it 7, verse 19. Make it 2 Samuel, mother, 7, verse 19. Because what the elders has got to read, that ain't happening yet. So according to 2 Samuel 7, 19, mother, D.F. Israel. Let's talk about it, mother. Come on. Mother, you up Israel? Let's talk about it. Can't hear me.
5: W-C- you yeah. can't hear me?
1: We hear you. Yeah, we Second, hear you. Come
5: Second, on. Second Samuel chapter 7, I mean, yeah, 19, verse 19. And this was yet a small thing in <clears throat> in thou sight, O Yahweh. But thou hast spoken also of your servant, family, for a great while to come. And is this the manner of man, O Yahweh?
1: See, the Hebrews 3 and 3 verse of uh, man, that is a great while to come. That ain't happened yet. That to come. He said, that, that's a great while to come. So it got me be a whole lot of stuff that be done. Huh? That's for a great while to come. What is it say, mother, in verse twenty three? Don't steal a deal, mother in verse twenty three, but a little more audio. Verse
5: twenty three. The same book.
1: Yes, ma'am. Second Samuel seven twenty three.
5: Second Samuel chapter seven, verse twenty three. And what one nation And the earth is like your people, even like Israel, whom Yahweh went to redeem for a people to himself. And to make him a name. And to do for you great things and trouble for your land before your people. Which thou redeemed to you from Egypt, from the nations of their false Yahweh. with i got
1: to give a bit more of that mother. I'm
5: not happy. Verse 24. Verse 24. For thou hast confirmed to yourself, your people Israel, to be a people unto you forever and thou yahweh i'll become their yahweh oh i gotta
1: get some more of that i mean i don't got so happy now you know I, I i need some hot herbal tea behind that i mean you mean that he got a people by name and he had accepted them forever and their name is called israel i wonder who, this is a brand new series we're doing this the series called "Who Is the True Biblical Israelite of the Bible?" So, whoever the true biblical Israelites of the Bible got to be identified through scholarly investigation, biblically scholarly and detective work got to be done through this Bible to find out who is the true biblical Israelite of the Bible. Because so what we read now. He told Samuel the fear that I'm gonna be with him, and I'm gonna establish here going on right now. So let's read 25 down to verse 27, mother, because I'm I'm very happy to hear this kind of thing that the people, the true Israel, I mean Israel of the Bible, they was established and told to the seer forever. What do you say in verse 25 to 27? Come on, mother. Raise that voice a little bit because I don't got more than half it. Give me time. Give me a little over team of my thoughts at the same time. Come
5: on. Second Samuel chapter 7, verse 25. And now, O oh, Yahweh, the word that thou hast spoken, con- considering your servant and considering his family, establish it
3: forever. I mean
5: concerning concerning Mm -hmm. his family, establish it forever, and do as thou hast said, 26, and let your name be magnified forever, saying, Yahweh of hosts. Is Yahweh over Israel, and let the family of your servants David be established before you. Twenty-seven, for thou, Yahweh of hosts, Yahweh of Israel, has revealed to your servant, saying, "I will build you an temple." Therefore has your servant found in his mind to pray this prayer unto you.
1: Um, Real knowledge is twenty eight and twenty nine I don't got so happy, I don't know what to do behind this. You mean all this in the Bible? And yeah. I ain't never heard of this before. You mean this is in the Bible? The blueprint is in the Bible, yes. Yeah. Did you hear it? So we're doing a brand new series called The Covenant to Exile. Biblical, godly journey of the true Israelites of the Bible. This is tape number one. So this tape number one, those around the world, if you want to know who are the true Israelites, I mean true Israel of the Bible, we ain't got those part yet. We'll find out. This take and tomorrow night tape will be a great take to give to anybody who got doubt on who is the true Israel of the Bible. Take one and take two. Keep that in your mind. Read verse
5: 28 and 29. What's it, mother? Verse 28. And now, Yahweh, thou art Yahweh, And your words be true, and thou hast promised this goodness unto your servant. Twenty nine. Therefore, now let it please you to bless the the okay the family of your servant that it may continue forever before you. For thou, O Yahweh, spoken it, and with your blessing, let the family of your servants be blessed forever.
4: Hey,
5: Amen.
1: Right. You mean the Bible is telling all this good stuff? We can't play music for the rest of the night, but you know we ain't. This is some big stuff here. So now we see why oh. Uh, we see when you read Psalms spoken about David. Now we see how that came to
3: pass. We uh, that again in 83 verse 4. Hold on to verse six again. 83. Hold on to verse six. What happened again El.
2: Book of Psalms, chapter 83, verse number four through six reads Psalm 83, verse number four. They have said. Come I and let us cut them off from being a nation, that the name of Israel may be no more in remembrance. Verse 5, for they are consulted together with one consent. They are confederate against you. Verse number 6, the family of Esau and the Ishmaelites, of Moab and the Hagarees. So what that mean? What that mean
1: in Jeremiah 50 verse 7, so
2: to sum that all up, what that mean? What do that mean according to Jeremiah 50 verse 7? Book of Jeremiah chapter 50. Verse number seven reads. Book of Jeremiah chapter 50. Verse number seven reads. All that found them have devoured them. The adversaries said, We are sinned not, because they have sinned against Jeffwah the habitation of justice, even yet while the hope of their fathers.
1: He said, all the nations guilty. Every last nation on the planet and every last nation is guilty. And every last nation, according to Ecclesiastes 4, verse 16 as well, Elder, where is every nation at? Because they'll say, well, 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 your world well, ain't gonna cut it right now. He said, Every nation's guilt against you the true Israelites of the Bible. The true Israel of the Bible. Every nation is guilty. Look what he says in Ecclesiastes 4.16 about every nation. Act of the, 16, was the
2: book of Ecclesiastes 4. Verse number 16 reads. There's no end of all the people. Even of all that have been before, them, they also that come after shall not rejoice in him. Surely, it's also a vanity, a vexation of spirit.
1: You see that? He said every nation that was back there on the left side is here on the right side. And that's why you got it, like that's why you gotta have biblically expert scholar work we got to do some great detective work now. Biblically, detective work in this Bible, because what we just found out is every nation that was on the left side of the book, even at closing the book, is here now. So that's why, so now we got to put on our detective scholarly hat to see where are those nations ill at today. We found out what a true Israelite is. All of the nations of the world have conspired against them and said, let's cut them off from being a nation. So the true Israel of the Bible don't know who they are because every nation is guilty. Everybody's guilty. And we read that the number one nation is guilty is Esau. And the number two is the Ishmaelite. Then the one-two punch. Then the two we got to identify because they the one-two punch. Who is Esau and who is Ishmael? That's the one-two punch. They got together and said, come on, let's cut them off from being a nation that the name of Israel will be no more in their head. But it was, uh, before you read, hey before you read over the hour, Moses said something about it in 28 verse 37 and 32 verse 26 in Deuteronomy. Moses in the 1400, he's mentioned to the children of Israel, that something's going to happen to you if you pay the law, statutes, and commandments no never mind. If you don't keep the law, statutes, and commandments, something's going to happen to you, oh children of Israel. What did Moses tell them in the 1400s and 2837 and 3226 elders? What did Moses tell the children of Israel come on. The
2: book of Deuteronomy 28, verse number 37, reads, And thou shalt become an astonishment, a proverb, and a byword among all nations, whether Yahweh shall lead you. Deuteronomy 32, verse 26 reads, I said, I will scatter them into corners. I will make the remembrance of them to Cease from among men. Mm-hmm. And and,
1: and what he tell Isaiah about his power that he had in forty six nine through eleven. He said, Isaiah, he said, Isaiah, are you the are you the fear of the time right now? He said, Yeah. Well then you put down without care, you to put down Isaiah. Forty six nine through eleven. What he put what he got there, Elton? got
2: Isaiah forty six. Verse number 9 through 11 reads. Book of Isaiah 46, verse 9. Remember the former things of old, for I am Yahweh. There is none else. I am Yachua, and there is none like me. Verse 10. Declaring the end from the beginning, and from the ancient time the things that are not yet done, saying, My counsel shall stand, and I will do all my pleasure. Verse number 11. Calling a ravenous bird from the east. The man that execute my counsel from a far country, yea, have spoken it, I will also bring it to pass. I have purposed it. I will also do it. So you see, so ain't nothing got passed, Yahweh,
1: and ain't nothing got passed, Yahweh's um, messages. So, before you read Obadiah, there, Elder chapter 1, Verse 1, 6, 10-18-21. See, understand one thing. Ain't nothing got past Yahuwah. He called him in from the beginning. Did, do you know he told somebody about his end from the beginning, Mother Deer of Israel? He told somebody about his end from the beginning in Amos 3 verse 7. He looked somebody eyeball to eyeball and told somebody the end of this thing from the beginning. Uh, Who did tell Mosiah of Israel in Amos 3, verse 7? Then go right over to Revelation 10, verse 7, and steal the deal. Mosiah of Israel, what do Amos 3, verse 7 say? Then end times possibly while John was in jail. Told John something, and 10, verse 7.
5: Back to back, Mother P of Israel, come up. All right. <clears throat> Amos, chapter 3, verse 7. Surely Yahweh will do nothing, but he reveals his secret until his servant, the seer. Revelation. Revelation, 10, 7. Revelation ten seven. Revelation ten seven. <clears throat> but in the days of the voice of the seventh angel, when he shall begin to sound, the mystery of Yahweh should be finished. And he has declared to his servants the fears. So
1: he has he cried to his servants exactly what to look for his servants to see. Him. What to look for? I mean, you got to watch everybody on the pages of the book. You know how I watch you? Especially you six anointed cameras. You know how I watch every last one of y'all on the pages of the book? I watch every last one of you on the pages of this book. I watch. You. Huh? I'll let you win the bump gum contest too. But I watched every last single member of the 600 chapter on page of the book. Over our chapter one, now let's find out something, Elder. Over, over our chapter one, because we know all nations are here, so we gotta find out what what happened, because we know that I'm gonna make them of the other nations that call themselves the true Israelites true Israel that are not, true Judah that are not. He's never had them come worship you at your feet. But we know that's a great way to come. But who's behind all this stuff? Let's if we find out and take one of this brand new series, Who is the True Israelites of the Bible. Over there, chapter one, he talks to the seer called Overnight. He's a seer. How can we tell this message to the fear? Let's hear the told of Obadiah chapter 1, verse 1, King Man 21. What do you say to him? Book of Obadiah chapter
2: 1, verse 1, verse 6, verse 10 through 18, and verse 21 reads. Book of Obadiah chapter 1, verse number 1 reads. The vision of Obadiah. The same yet Concerning Esau, First, we have heard a rumor from and an ambassador is sent among the nations. Arise you, let us rise up against her in battle. Verse number six, how did the name of Esau search out these things, talked up? Verse number ten, for thy violence against thy brother Jacob, Israel. Change shall cover thee, and thou shalt be cut off forever. Verse For number 11. In the day that thou stoodest on the other side, in the day that the strangers carried away captive and forces and foreigners entered into his gates, and cast lots upon Yagdad Judah, even you was one of them. Verse number twelve, but you didn't but you should have not have looked on the day of thy brother the day that he became a stranger. Neither should if thou have rejoiced over the family of Yaktah, Judah, in the day of their destruction. Neither should thou have spoken proudly in the day of distress. Verse 13. I should not have entered into the gates of my people in the day of their calamity. They I should not have looked on their affliction in the day of their calamity. I have laid hands on their sustenance in the day their calamity. Verse 14. is that thou have stood in the crossway to cut off those of his that did escape. you that I have delivered up those of his that did remain in the day of distress. Verse 15. For the day of Yahweh is near upon all nations, as thou hast done, and shall be done unto thee. Thy reward shall return upon thine own head. Verse 16. But you have drunk upon my righteous mountain, for shall all the nations drink continually, yea, they shall drink, and they shall swallow down, and it shall be as though they had not been. Verse 17. But upon Mount of Yabdad Judah shall be deliverance. There shall be righteousness, and the family of Israel shall possess their possession. Verse 18. The family of Israel shall be a fire, the family of Joseph a flame. Family of Esau for stubble. They shall kill on them and devour them. And there shall not be any remaining of the family of Esau. But Yahweh has spoken it. Verse, two, verse 21. And slaves shall come up on Mount Yahweh Judah. The judge the nation of Esau. And the kingdom shall be Yahweh.
3: You mean that Bible's that Bible told that go right now? You mean that Esau
1: is the brother of Jacob who was changed to Israel? And Esau does what in
3: verse 13? What did Esau and his five songs do in the prophecy?
2: Hey,
1: oh, what did he say Esau and his five songs did according to verse 13?
2: The book of Obadiah 1, verse 13. Thou should have not enter into the gates of my people in the day of their calamity, and thou should not have looked on their affliction in the day of their calamity, Will have laid hands on their substance in the day of their calamity. Ain't
1: you mean they laid they enter into the gates of his people Israel, and laid hold on the system. Yep. They got the books, they got they got the books, they got your record, they got
3: everything
1: that belongs to you, they got. It. And when you try to escape, they spread like a green bay tree and block you from running for all of you to be taken into captivity. Then once you were gone in captivity, they mm-hmm. the brother to you walked right into your land and became you. But nobody else is it. And as time went on, now you can prove. Now you think the ones that in the land today are the people, that truly of the light. No, see They helped the enemy get rid of you. Then they marched into your land. Yahweh said, you shouldn't have never did that. Read that verse 13 again. Read that. I
3: don't got nervous. I don't got happy. What is that in verse 13 again? Obadiah 1, verse what is
2: Look, Obadiah 1, verse 13. I said, not have entered into the gates of my people in the day of their calamity. Yea, I should not have looked on their affliction in the day of their calamity, but have laid hands on their sustenance in the day of their calamity.
0: You mean
3: this Bible
2: here death?
3: So,
1: that's big topic with yeah. Take number one, brand new series. Who is the true Israelites of the Bible? You just read that Savior's going to come and take care of his business. Savior? I got a precept that is. Who these Savior's going to come and take care of that business according to Zechariah 14, 14? 14. So who, who is this charge laid on to take care of his business? So Yahweh said Savior's going to come up on that mountain and take care of that business on the wall that say they are. Judah, Benjamin, and Levi, and Simeon, but they got another tricky name in there, called themselves Jew, Jewish, whatever, Judaism, religion. He said, Satan's going to come and take care of his business. Let's please up there and find out who's going to take that charge to take care of his business that we can read. Zechariah 14, 14. Who's going to do it, Elmer?
2: Booker of Zechariah 14, verse 14 reads, God, judah also shall fight at God, judah And the wealth of all the nations round about shall be gathered together, gold and silver, and apparel in great abundance. Hey, said
3: Shepard, see how the man just said it? He said, got judah come get himself together.
1: And he going to take care of this business. Yahweh going to send in the hands of the true Yahweh Jews. He's going to send in their hands, and they're going to get back all the wealth that they once had. You know, all the stuff in and Fort Knox, they got a wealth? That belongs to you, too. You don't know it. That's why Yahweh compared you to Fort Knox. Because it belongs to you anyway. Let's look at the Latter-day Saints. Where did they compare you to Fort Knox? That's what gold is, right? Hold oh, Hold <laughs> on, oh, yeah, let me get a precept. Did, did that happen? And Leviticus, you know, let's see what children of Israel compared to Fort Knox gold? for the Latter-day Saints. Um... What do they call Israel in two arms? What did they call them in a way, in two arms? What did they call them? What is their name in two on? The limitation. What's their name? The book of Lamentation,
2: chapter 2, verse number 1 reads, Have your covered, the daughter of the God Judah, with a cloud in his anger, cast down from heaven unto the earth the beauty of Israel,
1: and remember not
2: mm-hmm. to stew
1: in the Good. day of his end. So, they, so, they, so once one time it was called what else? The beauty of Israel. So once one time ago it was called the beauty of Israel. Once one time ago, beauty of Israel. Go to the fourth chapter. More about the beauty of Israel. Let's start off some more about the beauty of Israel in four, one and two. What is it in Lamentation, right past Jeremiah 4, 1 and 2? you talking about the beauty of Israel. What else about them? What is they comparable to? Does it find out right now? According to Jeremiah in 4, 1 and 2? Hell? You know? Lamentations,
2: the book 4, of 1, 2. The book of Lamentations, chapter 4. Verse number one and two reads, Book of Lamentation 4, verse one, Has the gold become dim? Has the most fine gold changed? The stones of the sanctuary are poured out in the top of every street. Verse number two, The precious sons of Yathgar Judah, comparable to fine gold, are as thin as earthen pitchers, the work
1: of the hands of the potter. So you see, once upon a time ago, the children of Israel was comparable to fine gold. Fine gold. And you know what so that means? that gold is, is over there in Fort Knox. children of Israel got off into Fort Knox. And the lawn go off. All they got to do is stagnate to the gold. And they can't find out. You know, the lawn went off. I, I can't see. I don't see nobody. All I see in there is fine gold. See, right. According to the Bible, that's all that you was compared to, and gold. So when you stand next to gold, you can about the thing. So if you're going to hide out, make sure you hide next to the gold, and they can't find out where you at. Because they can't distinguish between the gold and you. That's when you know where you're And And another thing about it, people keep talking about the children of Israel, he gonna tell you something else about these fine gold. Verse eight.
2: Limitation four. Verse eight. Their faith is blacker than a coal. Hey,
3: God. You hear what he saying?
2: The children of the Israel,
3: faith
1: is blacker than a coal. Wait a minute. You mean they compare with the fine gold and they face it's black than a cold? So if anybody say the children of Israel is Miller Eastern looking, if they said Mary and Joseph is Miller Eastern looking, Yaqwah the son and Miriam east is Miller Eastern looking, you have been totally totally wrong. That's what we read in the Bible earlier, eleven verse three. If the foundation be destroyed, what can the righteous do? You you can can mean well, but if you've been taught wrong, it's time to repent and be taught right. The children of Israel, of the Bible, the biblical, we're doing scholarly detective work now. We're doing detective work now. We find out who to his life and take one. They comparable to fine gold. The work of the potter's hand, which is Jacob's son, and he said their face is blacker than the coal. When the Bible was written and closed, the children of Israel's faith was blacker than a coal. That's what they looked like. And they were compared to fire and gold. There's a 4, 1 and 2, and their faith is blacker than a coal. If you want to get a precept on it, what it says that he's talking about in five verse, No. 11. Who is he talking about? Five uh, verse 11. Now this is a precept. This is how you see the deal. Five uh, verse 11. Oh uh, lamentation. you. What does that say there?
2: Because to Because let me five. Verse number 11 reads. Five verse number 11. Revelation 5, I mean, uh, Lamentation 5, verse 11. Yep. They ravished the women five, in Yagdai Judah, and the maze in the city of Yagdai
1: Judah. Talking about Judah. So he says, they jumped the women in Judah. They, they jumped the women real good in Judah. That no, way they did. They jumped the women, and, 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 and who else they hit in the mouth in verse 12? What they hit in the mouth in verse twelve. Verse
2: number twelve, Lamentation five, verse twelve. Princes are hanged up by their head hand, the face of the elders, but not
1: honored. Hate that count. They they, they whooped Judah real good. They whooped them real good. They whooped them good. And they don't honor the elders or nothing. They hang their head down what they look like in verse
2: 10. Number 10. Number 10 5, verse
1: 10. Our was skin was black
2: like an oven.
3: Hey, Seth, you see
1: what the Bible says? The elders, the princes, of the tribe of Judah, Benjamin, Levi, and Simeon, they say it's black like an oven. You know you ask your grandmother back in the day, yeah, uh, that pop belly stove over there in that corner, it get real hot, don't it? There get hot. It gets black hot. That pop belly stove. you know, when you open that door, that slurty inside of it, you know, um you got, you know, open it, big pop belly, and you feel that slurty in there? That's exactly what the biblical is like to look right. They look like a pot belly stove. When you open the door, after you don't got a good bacon on top of it. So the children of the true Israelites of the Bible look like a pot belly stove. After you don't cook everything, you open that look, you open that belly on it. See all that blood inside of it, Where you didn't have your little wood in there. That's what they look like. As a matter of fact, David said, you know, David, you know, he left a, a tidbit on what he looked like in the Bible. David, you know, Solomon's boy, he left a tidbit what he looked like in Psalm 118, 83. Huh? So David even left a tidbit in the Bible. The angels told David, he put a tidbit in the Bible. Ain't nobody going to really read it, but those that really want to know the truth. And 118, children of Israel, we thought children of Israel were like a top belly stove. Their skin was like the top belly stove when you opened the door. So you ask your grandmama, say grandma, and that top belly stove, what inside and what did it look like in there? Oh, that was pit black. Must. Yeah? Whatever the children of Israel looked like. Oh yeah. Oh, well, yeah, according to the Bible, but not according to society now. Yeah. So now in one eighteen, Elder. David made a statement. You know, he dropped it in the book. You know, and two people are gonna read it.
5: Psalms so, um,
1: uh, I'm seven right now, yoga. Um, make that uh one nineteen eighty three. One nineteen eighty three. No, David, you know, Solomon's born. The Israelite. David was an Israelite, and so was Solomon. That was David's um son. David described himself in the Bible in Psalms 119, verse 83. Let's see what David said about himself. Matter of fact, um, read verse 81 just to make it sound. Psalms 119, 81 down to verse 83. Let's read about it what David said
2: he looked like. Psalm 119, 81 to 83. What's the hell? Book of Psalms, chapter 119, verse 81 to 83 reads. Psalm 119, verse 81. My soul fainted for thy salvation, but I hope in your word. Verse 82. And I fell for thy word, saying, who will not comfort me? Verse 33.
5: Why I
1: become like a bottle in the smoke? Come like a, they become like a bottle in the smoke. Man, you, you know, hey, you ever walk past a, a fire and you see a, a something burnt down or something you see a bottle laying around? That bottle and that muck got into the bottle. David said, that's what I look like. I look like a bottle that got caught up in the smoke. So David said remember that's Solomon's boy. I mean, David is the father of Solomon. Now when you precept that, so when Solomon said, when well, he get ready to say, you know he, he the apple don't fall too far from the tree, do it. So we read the Psalms of Solomon one one down to verse three. We clear that. David looked like a father. So when he had this this big, signatory song called Solomon, he should have no problem with telling you what he looked like then. And some, uh, songs of Solomon uh, 1, 1, 2, and 3, so is we going to believe the Bible? Of the true Israelite? That's David.
0: look looked <laughs>
1: like he got caught in a smoke. Then his son, Solomon, had taken over for him for 40 years he tell you what he looked like in, in 83. Let's see, do we say he look like a Middle Eastern somebody? Or he looked like a Guadalupe? <laughs> do we say he looked like a Guadalupe? You know, with no Miller in the skin. Let's see what he say he looked like. Here it is, 83, 1, 2, and 3. I mean, Tom, Tom, Tom one,
3: 1, 2, and 3. What is that, Hell.
1: Book of Song of
2: Solomon, chapter 1, verse number 1, 2, and verse 3, read. Song of Solomon, chapter 1, verse 1. The Song of Song, which is Solomon. Verse 2. Let him kiss me with the kisses of his mouth, for I love is better than wine. Verse number 3. Because of the Savior of thy good ornaments, Thy name, is, uh, thy name is as ornaments for forth. Therefore, do the virgins love thee. Give me another verse. Verse number four. Draw me, we will run after thee. The king that brought me into his chambers. will be glad and rejoice with thee. We will remember thy love more than wine. The upright love is thee. Verse five. I am black, but comely, O daughter of Yagdai Judah, and the 10th of Kadosh.
1: I'm I'm black and comely. That means I'm black and proud. I'm black and proud. That's all he's saying. I'm black and proud. You know, another old singer made a record about being black and proud, didn't he? But he understands that 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 came from Southern. Comely means proud. I'm calm, I'm smooth. I'm proud to be black. Tell them to say I'm proud to be black. My daddy was black. He was uh, caught up in the bottom, And he was proud to be caught up in the bottle. Look at us today. I mean, look at the people of the two Israelites right today. They're going to say, well, the two Israelites of the bottle look like Middle East. Not according to the Bible. Now he had um Elder had a, a prophecy in eight twenty one uh Jeremiah. Now Jeremiah got a record. He got a record. Hey Mobile Israel, he got a record. More deep Israel. He got a record in one verse four down to verse ten. He got a or to do, you going get back your error or what he looked like, but he was told. Let me tell you something. You want to, you want to get the dog away from me, Jeremiah. But I ain't gonna let you do that. I'm gonna tell you something that you need to know in one verse four down to verse ten. Hey, Mother dear of Israel, what he tells you? He Look, Jeremiah, eyeball to eyeball and one four down to verse ten. And he says something to him. Then we're going to put up, we're going to do some scholarly uh, detective work on what he looked like. After you come one-on-one with what is the prophecy of this man called Jeremiah. Who is this guy according to one sold out of verse 10? Take your time, mother, and deliver the knockout blow. Come on.
5: Jeremiah chapter 1, 4 through 10, verse 4. The word of Yahweh came unto me, saying, verse 5, Before I formed you in the belly, I knew you. And before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified you. And I ordained you a seer unto the nations. Verse 6, Then said I, Uh Ah, Yahuwah, behold, I cannot speak, for I am a child. Verse 7, But Yahuwah said unto me, Say not, I am a child, for thou shalt go to all that I should send you. And whosoever I command you, Whatsoever I command you, thou shalt speak. Verse 8. Be not afraid of their face, for I am with you to deliver you, says Yahuwah. Verse 9. Then Yahweh put forth his hand and touched my mouth. And Yahuwah said unto me, Behold. I have put my words in your mouth. Verse 10. See, I have this day set you over the nations and over the kingdoms to root out and to pull down and to destroy and to throw down, to build and to plant. So Jeremiah
1: tried to run from his yacht responsibility. Let me tell you something, Jeremiah. You, were, you, you, you thought your mom and dad was, was had a good time, but I've already put the fix on to bring you through. Let you know one thing. And you got a job, Jeremiah. And your job is to speak my word, and I want you to do what in verse 10, mother? and this is your assignment I want you to do, Jeremiah. Read yeah. verse 10 again, Jeremiah assignment, verse 10.
5: Jeremiah chapter one, verse ten. See, I have this day set you over the nations and over the kingdoms to root out, and to pull down, and to destroy, and to throw down, to build, and to plant.
1: So you know it's been. We know the people of Israel have been thrown down, but now you're in the process of now building and planning. So that's what the true Israelites folk be doing today. Building and planning. Building and planning. Now, now we're going to see what Jeremiah looked like, Elvis. So let's see, he was talking to this man. What did he look like? Because you walk into a detective agency and say, look here, Um, I think my... My old woman or my my old man. I th- I think they backdoor me a little bit. How much you charge me to get some some on? Um, I got a pretty good price for you. What do they look like? Wait, don't they gonna give what they look like? What? How you gonna look for? Them and you don't care what they look like. I got to know what they look like to go and and investigate get them in spotter. So you know you're not going to detect the agency and say you want them to find somebody, you don't give them no descriptions about what they look like. So that don't work no more. It don't make no difference what they look like. It do make a difference. Because remember, we read and the read in over 113 the sins of Esau taking the records, the books, and went into the land and became the people of the book. The sins of Esau. So let's identify the... the the sins of Esau, so you know what they look like, too. See? it do matter a difference what they look like. You can't go and say, look for this person, and you don't tell me what they look like. I okay, tell you get up out of my office? And that's what they do today. Oh, it don't make a different what they look like? Oh, oh, why? Why don't they a different? Because you don't already plant the seed in your mind, and, and everybody say they look like Middle Eastern people. But now it don't make no difference what they look like now, huh? Mm -hmm. So, you find out a whole lot of stuff all the way of finding out something. It do make a difference what they look like. Because they have never done the 348. AL! They have never done Maccabees 348, prophesied. What they done in in Maccabees 348, first 1st Maccabees 348. AL! You don't make no difference. Then why not you tell about this Maccabees 3.48? What is that?
2: First book of Maccabees, chapter 3. Verse number 48 reads. First Maccabees 3. Verse number 48. And laid open the book of the law, wherein the five sons of Esau had sought to paint the
1: likeness of their images. Ain't that something? It was prophesied that Esau laid open your your record and paint the likeness of themselves, the likeness of themselves. Why what you? And they just gave a name who did Now the descendants of Esau, they open up your book and paint over your book, and now say, the Children of Israel, and uh, 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 they Middle Eastern. <laughs> no, they're not Middle Eastern people.
5: They don't look like
1: no Middle Eastern people.
5: They look like Jeremiah
1: in 821. What did Jeremiah say he looked like? Fella? What did Jeremiah He's jarless rooted out, planting Bill again. And what did he look like that Yahweh was talking to according to his own mouth? Eight twenty-one of Jeremiah. What well, you look like him?
2: Look at Jeremiah eight verse twenty-one. Read for the herd of the daughter of my people. I am hurt. I am black.
1: I am black. Jeremiah said, "I am black." And for the hurt of my people, Judah Benjamin and Levi Simeon said, "He are black." Now why they say he's black, bro? Well, because he is black. The children of Israel, all trans tribes, at the closing of the book was all dark-skinned people. They looked nothing like a Middle Eastern person, period. And if anybody looked close to Middle Eastern, you know what they did? If they did, if anybody looked close to Middle Eastern people, you know, what, you, know what, you know what they did? You know what the children of Israel did? I'm sure they did. If they look close to a Middle Eastern person, I'm sure they did. And Numbers chapter 12. Let me show you something. If the children of Israel even look close to a Middle Eastern nation, let me show you what they think about this What do they think about it? How, how about that? We're going to find out what they think about it. We're going to Numbers chapter 12 here. And we're going to pick it up around about verse 4 because Yahuwah heard a lot of conversation going on in verse 4. We'll going take it down to verse 15. So a lot of conversation going on. Remember, Yahuwah's business is Israelite business. That's his business. So he always. Got his angels riding around the clouds, just peeping on one specific people called children of Israel. He heard a lot of murmuring and complaining going on down there on earth. An angel reported that Yahweh personally got in the cloud and done what so we can read in one verse 4 to 15. Let's get some of this conversation, Elder, that went on in Numbers chapter 12 verse, 4 out of verse 15. Let's, let's hear some of this conversation. And let's enjoy it all. And speaking with anybody, understand that Yahweh, he got a, uh, he can get angry. And when he gets angry, he do some things to you. And when he feels good, he can do some things for you. But in this token, he's going to be very angry. And a lot of bites and murmur and complain. Let's see what he did behind the back biters, murmurs, and the complainers that was in high Let's see what he did in 4, four, twelve, chapter 4 down to verse 15. Talk about it with a, with a loud voice come up.
2: For the Numbers to 12, verse number 4 through 15 reads. Numbers chapter 12, verse number 4 reads, Yahweh spoke suddenly unto Moses, and unto Eric and unto Miriam, Come out, you three, into the tabernacle of the congregation. And they three came out. Verse 5. Yachua came down in a pillar of a cloud, and stood in the door of the tabernacle, and called Aaron, Miriam, and they both came forth. Verse number 6. He said, Hear not my words. If there be a seer among you, I, Yachua, will make myself known unto him in a vision will speak unto him in a dream. Verse 7. My servant Moses was not so. who is faithful in all my house. Verse number 8. With him will I speak mouth to mouth, even apparently, in night and not in dark speeches. In the similitude of Yahqua shall he behold. For thee where you are not afraid to we'll speak against my servant Moses. Verse number 9. The anger of Yahqua was kindled against them, and he departed. Verse number 10, the cloud departed from off the tabernacle, and behold, Miriam became leprous, white as snow, and they looked upon Miriam, and behold, she was leprous. Verse number 11, never said unto Moses, I beseech thee, they not to sin upon us, where we have done foolishly, where we have seen. Verse 12, let her not be as one dead of whom the flesh is half consumed. When he cometh out of his mother's womb, verse 13, and Moses of unto Yahweh, saying, Hear her, Heal her now, O Yahweh, beseech thee. Verse 14, and Yahweh said unto Moses, If a father had but spit in her face, should she not be ashamed? Seven days, that her be shut out from the camp. Seven days. And after death, Let her be received in again. Verse 15. And Miriam was shut out from the camp seven days. And the people journeyed not till Miriam was brought in again.
1: Get your high yellow self up out of here. Now he just said, get your high yellow miller Eastern looking self away from the camp of the children of Israel and you hide out for seven days and then you will come back in. The children of Israel look nothing like a Miller Eastern. Moses got to climb. Everybody started crime. Nobody won't look like they was even close to a Miller Eastern people. Get up out this temple. Seven days. Go find you somewhere to hide out in. And that teach you to run your fat mouth against my servant Moses. He put the worst punishment he can put on the children of Israel. Miriam. The eldest sister was 86 years old. Made her look like Marilyn Monroe. Or oh, what her name was this woman named George Myers. Had looking like George Myers. Everybody started crying of the children of Israel. Moses was crying. Heal the Yahweh. Some of them look like uh, George Myers and Miller Monroe was telling them, get up out of here for seven days, then.
4: Yeah?
1: get get up out of here for seven days. So listen, the children of Israel look nothing like no Middle Eastern. They look exactly what the Bible said they look like. Huh? Their skin was black upon them. You know what that means. Huh? He you knows what that means. Get up out of here. So who done all of this flesh up? You got to get back to Well, who changed all of this? He turned out. East on his five some went in after you tried to run and they spread like a green bay tree and over there. They said, here one over here, get him, take him out too. Because they didn't want nobody to be around with their status of business. We're going to read that to know that they're going to become you because you're going to become African American and Negro, see? Because now you think you're African American and Negro and super cool. But you don't know the biblically expert scholarly detective work is in a brand new series. We're going to show you, well, Esau is five some and the mayor, with Ishmael. They got together to make sure you are no, no more who you are. That's what you want to, but Now, who was this Esau? They who was this Esau? We started off in 418. Post, post everybody's here post 16 or 418. So every nation's here. So who was this Esau?
3: Who is Esau today? Let's do some scholarly investigating
1: detective work now. Biblically. Let's find out. Hell, go to Genesis 25 and let's see when you come into the office. Hey, mother, give me a verse, mother. Give me 5123 of the book of Sirach. Hey, mother, of Israel. Can I get a 5123? Ella, have me uh Genesis 25. Verse number 20, 21 to 27. We'll do that. We'll do Genesis 25, 21, and 27. Elder. Let's, let's get warmed up right there. Then we'll start tight, tighten things up. Genesis 25, 21, Adam, verse 27. Hey, hey Mount D.F. D Israel, w- where are we at right now?
5: And on tape one, where is the national
1: order? Where is it right now,
5: According to 51-23? Oh, Surat. Where is it, mother? Sarat, chapter 51, verse 23. Draw near to me, you unlearned, and dwell in the temple of learning. Ain't that What
1: where, where, where is it, mother? Been a temple, learner and there. Welcome to the temple of learning. It's time you to learn something. If anybody tells you that children of are like Middle Eastern, you know, you, you must be on the payroll of somebody. What what payroll are you on according to take one that children of Israel look like the Middle Eastern? You know, they don't like no Middle Eastern. Not not according to the Bible. Huh? Now, who's behind it? We read in Psalm 83 that Esau is five sons and Ishmael was called the heir of the day. They is the one-two parts. Let's try to get a description uh, the of them. What do it look like? Let's look at um, Esau verse. 25, 21, down to verse 27. What is there else? the
2: The book of Genesis chapter 25. Verse number 21 through 27 reads. Genesis 25, verse number 21 reads, And Isaac intrigued Yaquah for his wife, because she was barren. And Yaquah was intrigued of, of him and said, Rebekah, is wife, see verse 22, and the, children, and the children struggled together within her. And she said, If it be so, why am I thus to inquire of Yahweh. Verse 23. Yahweh said unto her, Two nations. Are in your womb. And two men of people. Shall be separated. From your bowels. And the one people shall be stronger. Than the other people. And the elder shall serve the younger. Verse 24. And when the days to be given. Were fulfilled. Though there were twins in her womb. Verse 25. The first came out red all over like a hairy gumpet. And they called his name Esau. Verse 26. And after that came his brother out. And his hand took hold on Esau's heel. And his name was called Jacob. And Isaac was three score years old when she buried them. Verse 27. And the boys grew. And Esau was a cunning hunter. A man of the field and Jacob was a plain man dwelling in tent. Ain't that so? A... So now we
1: find out that the two boys um, uh, what's that word called? Maternal. That mean, they was they they come from the same mother's and father, but they're maternal, you know, totally different and everything. One was a uh, cunning hunter. Yeah, uh, they like to go hunting. On hunting season, and go cut a moose head off. Shoot the moose down, cut the moose head off, and put it in. And they front room says, "I, I put this. I chopped you. I chopped this old moose, and I got a moose head. A, a moose head in the front room. A moose head, huh? A moose head in the front room. Now, get a little bit more. Let's go to the 27th Chapter because the conversation is going on in 27th chapter. So now we got Esau and Jacob. Esau is a cunning hunter. He's a, he, he's, and today, well, Esau here today. They got a, a season called hunting season. Where they go look for mooses, shoot the moose down, and take his head and bring his head back and put it in the front room. Yeah. Moose head in the front room. So now, in Genesis 27, there was a conversation going on there, Elder. Let's we analyzed analyze some of this conversation going on. One man is a plain man called Jacob. The other is a cunning hunter. He was going on in 27 chapters of Genesis verse 5 through 13, 15, 16, 21 to 23. Let's see what's going on in Genesis 27, verse 5 through 13. shipped down to 15 through 16 and 21 down to verse 23. let we learn from out of this. Come on. The book of Genesis chapter
2: 27, verse number 5 through 13, verse 15, 16, verse number 21 through 23 reads. Book of Genesis chapter 27, verse number 5 reads. And Rebekah heard when Isaac spake to Esau, his son. And Esau went to the field to hunt for venison and to bring it. Verse number six. And Rebekah spake unto Jacob, her son, saying, Behold, I heard thy father speak unto Esau, my brother, saying, Verse seven, Bring me venison and make me savory meat that I may eat and bless thee before Yahweh, before my death. Verse number eight, now now therefore my son obey my voice according to that which I command thee. Verse number nine, go down to the flock and fetch me from the fence two good kids of the goat and I will make them savory meat for thy father such as he loveth. And thou shalt bring to thy father that he may eat and that he may bless you before his death. Verse 11. And Jacob said to Rebekah, his mother, Behold, Esau, my brother, is a hairy man, and I am smooth man. Verse 12. My father preadventure will feel me, and I shall seem to him as a deceiver, and I shall bring a curse upon me, and not a blessing. Verse 13. And his mother said unto him, Upon me be thy curse. My son, only obey my voice, and go fetch. Meet them. Verse number fifteen, Genesis twenty-seven, verse fifteen reads: Look okay, at Genesis twenty-seven, verse fifteen. Rebecca took goodly raiment of her eldest son Esau, which were with her in the house, and put them upon Jacob, her youngest son. Verse sixteen. She put the skin of the kid of the goat upon his hand, and upon the smooth of his neck. Verse number twenty-one. And Isaac said unto Jacob, Come near, I pray thee, that I may feel thee, my son, whether I be my very son Esau or not. Verse 22, Jacob went near unto Isaac, his father, and he felt them and said, The voice is Jacob's voice, but the hands are the hands of Esau. Verse 23, And he discerned him not, because his hands were hairy. And his brother Esau's hands, So he blessed him. Ain't that nice? So now you
1: walk into the detective agency. You say, look okay. here. I'm on, I am want to buy me some Esau and Jacob. And you say, well, give me a description of Esau and Jacob. Well, um, well Jacob descendants today is claimed. They don't have no um, hair on the top of their hands.
4: And they don't have
1: to have no, and they back straight every six months. They don't have, and they don't have, and they don't have to cut the hair off their legs, you know, and around their neck. Look like he got, he, he got hair all on his palm of his hand, all around his neck and his back and legs, hair He said, but now, of Jacob, they are smooth people. You look at the palm of their hand, you won't see the way they got to cut no hair off. Look on their back, you ain't got to shave no hair off their back. So whether the razor blade company go out, go on strike or not? They don't pay them no damn money. But you, if the people call Esau, they say, "I don't care how much striking going on, but one strike better I never have. You better not mess with out no razor blades." We can't find a razor blade to have them grow everywhere on us. We we be come up, come up in hell. Now who that did today? Jacob is a plain man. And he don't have to shave his blade to put on, their, on their stock, his stockings, you know, top. He don't have to go get his back straight. He don't have to get the palm of his hand straight, dog. head on grow in the palm of his hand. And hell go all around his neck, all up on his neck. But Esau and his five sons, this is what they look like if you go into the detective agency. You gave me something to work with. Okay, uh, okay, I'm looking for some hairy people. But other people want to find Esau today. Find out that who must have a razor blade close by them neighbors. And you want to find out the sentence of the true Israelites of the Bible find out those that are smooth. They got no hair on top of their palm hand. They ain't got no hair to be cutting off on their legs. And they ain't gotta go get their back fixed every six months.
5: They don't have no hair all around their
1: neck. Now you find out when you go on to the detective agency, the difference between Esau and Jacob. Huh? Hair wise, so Esau have gold and horse hair. Children of Israel have have what kind of hair? What kind of hair do children of Israel have? It's not what kind of hair. Do so we know? We know Esau is five sons have gold hair or horse hair. That's what they have. The sentence of Israel have what kind of hair to change to they they first father. Let's find out. Let's go to Daniel. The book of Daniel. Chapter nine seven verse nine. Let's see what the father looked like. The father of the creation, the father of the creation. We're going to the book of Daniel. See what kind of hair he got on his head. We're going find out what kind of hair do we have, horse hair or goat hair on his head. We're going to Daniel. Chapter 7,
2: verse 9. Hey, what is the elder And Daniel, Chapter 7, verse 9? Look at Daniel 7, verse number 9 reads, I beheld the throne was cast down, and the ancient of days did sit, whose garment was white as snow, and the hair of his head like pure wool.
3: Pure wool. So the father of the creation, the father of, of heaven and earth, the hair of his head is
1: pure world. Father did not have goat hair or horse hair. That's straight hair. Nope. So he had a son called Yahuwah the son. What kind of hair do he got on his head? We go on to Revelation and see what John said he seen, the eyewitness. What did he see? What kind of hair did he have on his son's head and his feet? You can start up. What do the Bible give a depiction of Yahweh the son and John on the Isle of Patmos? And now he's going to go eyeball to eyeball with the son of the father. In 1 verse 12, down to verse 15. Let's see what's going on that we can all I understand you bring it before a detection agency and you give this description they got an idea which way to go look for and i think they're gonna go around 47 in grove they're gonna first check around 47 in cotton grove if you give this description right here let's see 112 down to verse
2: 15. look at revelation chapter one Verse number 12 through 15 reads, Revelation 1 verse 12. Now turn to see the voice that spake with me, and being turned, I saw seven golden candlesticks. Verse 13. And in the midst of the seven candlesticks, one like unto the Son of Man, clothed with a garment down to the foot, and girded about the path with a golden girdle. Verse number 15, verse 14. His head and his hairs were white like wool, as white as snow. Their were is a flame of fire, verse 15. And his feet like a fine brass, as if they burnt in a furnace. Now, now, now.
1: So if you walk into the detective agency and say, I, I want to find this guy right here that got woolly hair on and got garlic with some fringes on it, and speaks the light was burnt and a fun. What would you send your people to? You'd send them to 47 cottage grove. To so go y'all y'all go forty seven cottage grove and hang around hang around a pool wall up there and see if you find this guy right here around 47 and in, in college grove. That's what they been looking for. Now we're gonna precept that L and uh and, and book of Daniel, let's see the seal safe. We're going to the book of Daniel, going to the book of Daniel. And we're going to, um, we set this in the book of Daniel. But many say you do nothing but reveal the secretive service to see us, right? So we're going to Daniel, Phil. And the... And the and the fear in the book of Daniel, he's looking for somebody and to, to, to put in this book. So we go on and peep what you what is Daniel, what do you think? And ten verse six, five and six. No, we might we might put a little dramatic in it. Pick it up at um let's find out who was doing all this good looking. Let's find out something, verse 1, then we'll pick it up at verse 5. Let's read verse 1 and make sure we're clear about who is receiving this vision. Daniel chapter 10, verse 1, 5 and 6. What does that
2: have? Book of Daniel 10, verse number 1, verse number 5, verse number 6 reads, Daniel 10, verse 1, in the third year of Cyrus, King of Persia, a thing was revealed unto Daniel, whose name was called Belteshazzar. And the thing was true, but the time appointed was long, and he understood the thing and had understanding of the vision. Verse number five. Then I lifted up my eyes and looked, and behold a certain man clothed in linen, whose loins were girded with the fine gold of fed. Verse six. His body also was like the bird, and his face as the appearance of lightning, and his eyes as not for fire, and his arms and his feet like his color to polish bright. Ain't hey, that
3: something?
1: It was a color man. He seen a color man. You know they got a, they got movies come on I me. Mean, you know you watch the slavery movies all the time. You know you go watch Eyes on the Prize. You know they got they have um, it, they show you in, the, in the, the movie where you got a color fountain and a white fountain. So if this guy showed up in that movie, which fountain did he got to go to? The color fountain because he's a color man. This man's a color man. So if, if, so if he showed up where he got the color fountain and the white fountain, this man right here, he had um, his arms and his feet was like color. He was a color man. So you know, as he had become, in the eyes of the pride, he had to go to the color fountain. He said, hey, 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 you and some friends are gone. What you doing with that over there by that white fountain? You over there by, do you know who I am? I don't care who you are. We know you're a color man. Get over and drink out of that color fountain. Who? Do you know who you is? We know you color. Yeah.
5: So if Yahuwah
1: came back in the days of, of Jim Crow when they had the color fountain and the white fountain, he had to go to the color fountain. Why? He was a color man. You see that? There's one there. He was a color man. And then when you precepted the 218, he came, he, he said, look, John, there's going to be a lot of stuff going on in this world, John. I want you to mark well and, you, and, and I'm going to tell you what the sun looked like and you put it in the book because they're going to be all over the place because you have some of them say that he looked like a Miller Eastern or somebody or, or the picture that got called Guadalupe. They're going to say that to you. So put this in the book and somebody's going to read this and say, wait a minute. Uh-uh. That picture you got there with Guadalupe on it, that, that, that ain't going to fly no more. Nope. If you say in 2.18, what's that in 2.18? Yep. You know, a revelation.
2: Book of Revelation 2, for some 18 reads, Now to the angel of the congregation, church, inside there were right, these things said, the son of Yahweh, who have his eyes like unto a flame of fire, and his feet are like fine brass.
1: He said, you tell them at this congregation that's over there in Europe that was in man, that I got feet like fine brass, like they burnt in up. So the, the one you call by the pagan name Our Lord Jesus Christ and Jehovah do not look like the pictures you got on the wall. Because you got to have burnt feet, man, a color man, if you're going to be fair by using the Bible. You, you can't go to the, the detective agency and say, look here, you don't live this way, look like you can get about it. you got to give me something to work with. Well, the man is a color man. he got woolly hair. he got a garment. feet like they burnt in a furnace. So where are you going first? Well, we're going to stop at 47 College gold first. I hope you're going, you're going 47 college Go first That will be going first Okay. We're going to peep around the pool hall And see if he's at the pool hall You see So then Let's get back to where we are now So now So now Esau Came back in The 30, the twenty-seventh chapter Let's go back to Esau again now, Let's find out something about Esau and 27. So they find out right now Jacob and i got the blessing. So Jacob, and got the, the plain man, i got the blessing. Now here come the hairy man.
5: The hairy man was
1: out of hunting. Here come the hairy man. We'll find out what's going on. The hairy man. We're going 27. And we will pick it up at uh, verse number 30.
4: Let's take a 30,
1: and let's read a bit to get our point. Let's read down to 41. So now, now his mother dressed him up like he was the brother because his father's eyes were dead. Put all that goat that, and pork hair all around his hand, neck, back, everywhere. This boy sounds like Jacob, but his hand is my son Esau. Okay, good. First 30.
2: 30, 41, come on. Look at Genesis 27, verse number 30 to 41 Read. Look at Genesis 27, verse number 30. And it came to pass, as soon as Isaac had made an need of blessing Jacob, and Jacob was yet scarce gone out from the presence of Isaac, his father, and he saw his brother came in from his hunting. Verse 31. And he also had made savory meat, and brought it unto his father, and said unto his father, Let my father arise, and eat of his son's venison, that thy soul may bless me. 32. And Isaac's father said unto him, Who are you? <laughs> and he said, I am your son, your firstborn, Esau. Verse 33. And I trembled very exceedingly and said, Who are Is he? and I've taken venison, and brought it me. And I have eaten of all before thy name, and have blessed him, yea, and he shall be blessed. Verse 34. When he saw, and when he saw, heard the words of his father, he cried with a great and exceeding bitter cry, and said unto his father, Bless me, even me also, O my father. Verse 35. And he said, thy, thy brother came with hostility; and hath taken away your blessings. And he said, is not he rightly named Jacob? He have supplanted me these two times. He took away my birthright. Behold, now he hath taken away my blessing. And he said, had you not preserved a blessing for me? Verse 37, and Isaac answered the son of Esau. You have made him thy Yachua. And all his brethren have I given to him for service. And with corn and wine have I sustained him. And what shall I do now unto thee, my son? Verse 38. And I, Esau said unto his father, Has thou but one blessing, my father? Bless me, even me also, O my father. And Esau lifted up his voice and wept. Verse 39. And Isaac's father answered and said unto him, all your dwellers shall be the fatness of the earth, the dew of heaven from above. Verse some 40, And by thy sword shall thou live, and shall serve thy brothers. And it shall come to pass when thou shalt have the dominion, and thou shalt break his yoke from off thy neck. Verse 41, And Esau hated Jacob because of the blessings wherewith his father blessed him. And Esau said in his mind, Day of the morning for my father at hand. Then will I slay my brother
1: Jacob. Ain't that not. You hear what he saw when he, say? he said? You see the hair man say? You see the hairy man, say, the hairy man, say, the hairy man He said, well, it's time we put our fall in the ground, I'm gonna get me. I'm gonna get me some Jacob. I'm gonna get that smooth man. I'm getting that smooth man. Now, most dear of, of Israel." And in 12th chapter, verse 16 and 17, Paul talks about it, about this story right here. He said, Paul talks about this over there in the Graziah of of the 17. And in 12th chapter, verse 16 and 17, and it'll have me, uh, Ezekiel 35, verse number 4, and we'll read down to get our point. Ezekiel 35, verse 4, until so we get our point. So, you know, we found out that uh, Paul, talked about this right here. Made, he made a comment in the temple of the southern kingdom when Judah, Benjamin, and Levi was there. He said, mother, in the 12th chapter, verse 16 and 17, the book of Hebrews. Hebrews 12, 16 and 17. Let's get with Apostle Paul
5: that was raised
1: from the womb according to Galatians chapter 1, 16 and 17. He was raised from the womb, delivered this knockout blow to the southern kingdom. The children of Judah, Benjamin, Levi, and Simeon. What do you say
5: that we can read in 12, 16, and 17 of Hebrews? Come on, mother. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 16 and 17. Verse 16. Lest there be any fornicators or profane person as Esau, who for one morsel of meat sold his birthright. 17, for you know how that afterwards when he would have inherited the blessing, he was rejected for for he found no place of repentance, though he sought it carefully with tears.
1: He cried the stone, but he, he didn't find no place to repentance. What do you mean by he didn't find no place to repentance? You, you came and told your brother, you didn't tell that uh, I meat, I don't care about that blessing, Stole that birthright to him. You know that. You know you didn't repent and tell the truth. So he ain't not take nothing from you. That was a legal deal. It's like you fixing an old old regular car, and then you say, this old car ain't going to never run right. Then somebody comes and say your brother might come and say, okay, well, you can't get it going. I'll buy it from you. you buy this car for me? Yeah. How much you want for it? They cut a deal with the price. And then uh, you buy the car. Then the brother go inside the house, and you go and put the spark plug wire back on it. You start it up. <laughs> <laughs> it start the car up. And the brother comes right outside. You, you No, brother, didn't you, say, didn't, you give, didn't you give me the title to it and sell so the legal deal? Because you know the value of it. I did. I know the value of the blessing. You just didn't want it. So I couldn't put the spark plug wire that back on it and started calling me run about my business? Did it? Then he hated his brother because he did that. Same thing. He saw his five sons, didn't see past they know Jacob, seen past his nose. He's selling your breath He said, "I tell the you, I don't care about it." That, really happen. That's happening. That's the story right there in the Bible. And Paul reported that, that there. But we also we read that Esau said behind it, "I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get me some Jacob. I'm gonna get me some Jacob. as, soon as we put our father the ground, I'm gonna get me some Jacob." Now the fear picked up on that. And talk about it in the 35th chapter, Elvin. Secret verse, secret verse 4 of Ezekiel. Let's find out what was going on. What was going on
5: that we can read. Ezekiel
1: 35, verse 4. we read it bit you, you get our point, Come on. Visual,
2: you call me? Eight. Oh. Okay. No, guys. 35, verse 4. And read you get our point, Look at Ezekiel chapter 35. Verse number four reads, Ezekiel chapter 35, verse number four. Look at Ezekiel 35, verse four. I will lay thy city's waste, and thou shalt be desolate, and thou shalt know that I am Yahweh. Verse number five. Because thou hast had a perpetual hatred, and hast shed the blood of the family of Israel by the force of the sword, in the time of their calamity, in the time of their sin had an end. Verse 6. And for as I live, say Yaqua, I will prepare you unto blood. Blood shall pursue you, say Said, See if thou hast not hated blood, even blood shall pursue thee. Verse number 7. That's what I make my seer. Five sons of Esau most desolate. Because out from it him that passes out, him that returneth. Verse number eight, and I will fill his mouth with enslaved men, In thy hills, and in thy valleys, and in thy rivers shall they fall to the flames with the sword. Verse number nine, I may make thee perpetual desolation, and your city shall not return, and you shall know that I am Joshua. Verse number ten, because you have saved. These two nations, these two countries shall be mine, and we will possess it, whereas jacques was there. Verse number 11. Therefore, as I live, said Yakwa, I will even do according to thine anger, according to thine envy, which thou hast used out of thy hatred against them. I will make myself known among them when I have judged thee. Verse 12. And thou shalt know that I am yet one, and that I have heard all thy blasphemies, which thou hast spoken against the mountains of Israel, saying, They are laid desolate. They are given us to consume. Verse 13. Thus with your mouth you have boasted against me, and have multiplied your words against me. I have heard them. Verse 14. The said Yahqua, that the whole earth rejoice, I will make you desolate. Verse 15. And you, as you did rejoice at the inheritance of the family of Israel, because it was desolate, what so will I do unto thee? You shall be desolate, O mountain of Esau, and all of Esau, even all of it, and they shall know that I am Yahqua.
1: Oh, so you, so you, so you, see? You'll read verse 11 again. So now, you, so you now you see why he saw these five songs don't want to identify with nothing in his body. They'll tell you the No, he saw these five songs. They don't exist no more. Now you see why they don't want to exist. Now you see why they want to be used. Because they know one thing: if they if they was told their record, everybody be running from them as fast as they can. You see that? That's why they hide. Uh, give me a precept, mother. Give me Jeremiah 49, verse 19. So now you see why they will tell you, uh, you ask your pastor, hey, pastor, who is Esau today? Oh, oh they Arabs. They are Arabs. Oh, but they really don't exist no more. Now you see why they say they don't. You probably don't want to claim to be Esau only five times. Huh? Because if you read this Bible, you know one thing, Esau and the sons are alive and well. And and how you depict them today, whoever whoever needs the, the razor blade, huh? Whoever needs a razor blade on their palm of their hand, they live, and they back, huh? And round their neck, how fast the hair grows, and you found Esau, and you found you gonna know what Jacob is today. Playing, people. Playing. Playing. Ain't got to worry about no gillettes, waves, and legs. Ain't got to worry about these legs, shaving their legs off on the palm of the hand or their back. That's damn playing on Nevermind. That's just between two songs today. That's what they look like yesterday and they look like today. Hey, Elder, put me that piece out, Elder, can, uh, can the open change their skin? Put it up on the Elder before we time, a time of motherhood. Let me tell you something. Everybody on the left side of the book the business is here today. Stay here today. Everybody's here here. And you'll know about it by the detective work, the scholarly, biblically detective work of the voice of the two-year life. We're doing scholarly detective work. Everybody that's on the left side of the book is here today. You just got to know what to look for. When you go to just the agency, what you look I'm going to look for the hairy people that have gold on the back, on top of their hands, and on their legs. They need a Gillette razor blade. That big. They, they better not never go on strike. So we be cut up in half. See? That's Esau's 5 sound today. Jacob's a plain man. Look on, on the palm of his hand, you see, you know, you ain't got to worry about no razor blade on him. Look on his back, you ain't got to worry about nothing on his back. On his legs, you ain't got to worry about none. You ain't got to worry about no head That's Jacob today. Y'all got it? Good. That's if you go on to a detective agency and you want to find out who's Esau and Jacob descendants us today. You give them and they'll know where to go look for Jacob at on 47 College Grove. And they'll go look for Esau and see. What place you go look for Esau in right now? Hmm. Give, me, give me a name. It's not give me a name. what we go look for Esau in five songs. Y'all help, help me out. What are you going to look for East on five 5 a today? You're gonna it. Oh, God, you going to find a full guy on there. where do you go? Help me out. Give me a place. Colorado. Where? Colorado. Colorado. <laughs> All right. Colorado. Go up in the Colorado somewhere. That's right. You That's right. In Colorado, boy, you ain't got but 1%. They look like color. Got some of milk color in Colorado.